The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, no matter what happens, no matter what I say, no matter how many times people replay clips of my voice, remember, at least I don't work in Netflix. <laughs> That man chuckling in the background is the last standing Samoan. Big rig, Nick Utah. Um, I just got canceled by Netflix. I, I don't know how that happened. Oh, but damn. I just did. Yeah, yeah. They, they canceled me before I even started. Shit. Cut you down any prime. Yep. Just like Chubbs Peterson. <laughs> and, and finally, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. All right. So, folks. I'm here. Hang on. Hang on. There I am. There I am. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a shame, too, because we were fucking throwing shade at Netflix, and Squid Game was actually pretty good. Yeah, I've been watching it. I like it. I guess I need to watch lot. it, too, now. Dude, it's, it's okay, so, like, it's really good. Um, I, You can't really talk about it too much without giving shit away. Gotcha. But that first episode, especially the last 15 minutes, is, like, playing for keeps in a big, in a big, big fucking way, and then it, like, you know gets interesting and then daisy angry cried at episode six so there you go <laughs> okay all right well, i'm on the first episode and uh, the first episode was a lot of exposition which is refreshing because now i care about the main character yes that's i will say one of the one of the refreshing things about that show was that <clears throat> the first episode you you get introduced to the main character you see what's going on then they play red light green light you're like holy shit this is overly violent but then it slows down a little bit and then you know it it becomes you you learn to care a lot about the characters hence why there was some angry crying going on after episode 6 well i'll be watching episode 2 tonight yeah it's good it's good i recommend it and I don't recommend much shit on Netflix. That's one I will. Now, I heard Netflix is getting sued. Who put that in the chat? Alec Campbell. I don't know the entire story behind that, but I did see an article pop up uh, how there's going to be a lawsuit. So, yay, Netflix. Um, I guess you can't have nice things. So, guys, let's start off today's show with our uh, listener of the week. So, shout out to our friend Tori Davis over on our Facebook group because... Uh, I saw this, and I had a really good chuckle. So we love wrestling. We love Star Wars. How would you guys feel about watching the Macho Mandalorian? Um, Sign me right up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is hey, brother. Oh, yeah. Now, folks, if you want to become Listener of the Week, all you have to do is get our attention in a positive way. Make us laugh. Make us chuckle. Send out a cool tweet, something like that, and we will give you a shout-out on the show. Now, if you also want to get shout-outs on the show in general, uh, check out uh, shopwcbs.com, and you can check out our uh, beer glass, our shirts, all sorts of stuff, and you can uh, ooh snap into a jam ramp. Just because of that, well, I wanted to press it. Jam ramp! There we go. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Primer, I don't know if we could... Should we use the word pocket pussy? I don't think that should be word of the day. Because I, I feel like that that Susan will come down from on high and hammer the shit out of us, and not in a good way. How about Wendigo? I mean, <laughs> I watched a video on the Wendigo today. Yeah, God. Well, don't 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 say it, don't say it too much, Kendall. You might get in trouble. 
Wendigo? <laughs> I think I, th- I think we said seven times like one shows up or something. Wendigo, 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 Wendigo. You happy? <laughs> Those are only in the northeast in the in the woods. I'm in the southwest of the desert. It's di- it didn't even exactly. fit there. I know so it didn't. Technically, it's the Wendigo, baby. <laughs> 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 Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, well, Dion, it's no time to cower, but we got to talk about no time to die tonight. Turn your mic down. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, we're trying to have, we're trying to have fun here, man. Not, Is not it that loud? Yeah, dude, yeah, 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 you're, you're, yeah, you're, 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 Better, yes, yes, yes it sounds less hostile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking streamyards. Anyway, thank you, love you, streamyards. Very good, Doug Keller. Word of the day, simp. I think it's a good word of the day. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, let's do it. Fit. Let's do it. There we go. So, Kendo, word test, please. Let's see. Hot tub simp machine. A fistful of simps for a few simps more. The good, the bad, and the simp. There you go. Yep, that fits. That works. All right, folks. So the word of the day is simp, as per Doug Keller. So Doug Keller, thank you for the super chat. Uh, we appreciate that. But there you go. That is the yeah. word of the day, folks. Typically, I found that the people that find the word simp the most offensive tend to be simps. So it's okay. <laughs> uh, I sounded like a turbine on a hovercraft being fisted by a Dalek. <laughs> uh, yes, that's an amazing, amazing description of what happened. There. I, you know what? Yeah, we'll just we'll just roll with that. That's fine. Yeah. That's Exterminate. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so guys, we have a couple fun things coming up in about a week. We're going to be doing our Halloween drunk commentary. Yay, right, guys? Woo! Are we excited for Halloween oh, kills? God. Not as much as the people <sighs> in that group. Oh man, that oh, that I I I, I I I love the whole. Here's my top five Halloween movies, and they put Halloween kills in there because I know I'm going to love it. It's like, yo, the movie ain't even out yet. You can't say you're going to put a movie in top five because you. Never mind. It, it's I not agree. like we're. They're putting it up on like Infinity War level. It's like the movie hadn't come out yet, but I know it's gonna be the best one. Well, no, you shit. know what? You know what? The the be- the funniest thing is that people are doing that, and it's and like their expectations are so high that whatever happens in that movie, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, this is it! Wow, this one kind of sucks!" Like no, immediately, it's gonna no, suck. That's not what's gonna happen. Their expectations are gonna be that high, and then after the movie comes out, they're gonna be all over there, be like, "Oh my god, it was so good! I have problems with it, and I didn't like it, but it was so good." It's like, oh, yo, shit, those guys, the movie. The movie was bad. There's these Nick. These are the God, people I'm that having, will I'm keep having... beating the Rob Zombie Halloween drum. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> After you've it, seen me in there, constantly commenting on how like yes, they have I've problems. been going after it because you have to put <laughs> you have to put white trash upside down. I can write it the right way, and nobody says anything to me. Well, hey, I do it. I do it because ETEP like has been like you know being put in Facebook jail a lot of times like, by typing that out. So I put it upside down just to make sure like you know like it doesn't get recognized and I don't get put in Facebook jail. So that's my alternative yeah. for it. You're, he's also a massive recidivist. So <laughs> <laughs> that's very just true. Like the Blues Brothers. That's very true. So guys, be on the lookout for that. That's going to be an experience. And you can watch it on Peacock. We don't promote. We're not here. There's no code or anything like that. If you want to watch it with us, awesome. If you want to drink with us, awesome. We thought we'd do a new movie for once that people might have access to. And you can hear our take on it right away. You don't even have to wait very long. So 
check that out next week. Now, there's a lot of simp titles. I love it. Yeah, it seems to be a hit tonight. Yeah. Simp of the week. <laughs> no. Really, <laughs> <laughs> Man, we the show is not even ten minutes long. <laughs> well, he what? already hit you. He already hit you with the horse thing, and he's already mentioned Leah Dunham. I uh, know. What the fuck did I do? Like yeah. Jesus. Actually, did Dion, you, what, did you what forget changed? his birthday or something? Because he's no. coming at you hard. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> man. Like, 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 Dion, did you? Did you? I'm did not you, a like, day. Damn. Did you did, wait? Did you travel to California, Penis Cheerios, and then travel back? Like, what happened, dude? It must have been. I, I didn't. If you think you saw me, it wasn't me. That's the second week of November. We're going out there, <laughs> dude. All joking aside, you'll you'll miss Phil by a couple days. It's gonna be like I'm gonna have people out all the time for a while. Nice. It'll be fun. Well, he'll, mean, he'll, he'll drink a bunch of root beer and pass out, so it won't be too crazy. True. You make him sound like an old man, but I've actually seen that happen to Phil. Yeah, Beatus <laughs> is undefeated, yo. Oh my god, that's right. They got Wilford, goddammit. Yep. Yeah, they did. He's... Yeah, they did. Is that what got Wilford? I thought it was that alien creature down in uh, I mean, Antarctica. It also could have been the fact that Wilford Brimley was like 90. No, nah, dude, it was the Beatus. It was the Beatus. The Beatus? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Wilford Brimley aged. The Beatus never ages. <laughs> the Beatus beat him, all right? That's what happened. Yeah, it's like that girl in the well. And- the Beatus never sleeps. <laughs> my my cousin's named after the girl from the well. Seriously. That's weird. That's what? really weird. Yeah, she was like born years later, too. Like, wasn't the little baby in the well like the 80s? Oh, no, you're thinking. Okay. I was talking about the chick from the ring. Yeah, same here. Oh. I was like, what the hell? Oh, sorry. I was about thinking baby about Jessica. Baby. Yes, that was in the 80s. It was like 1988. <laughs> Yeah, my cousin wouldn't be born until the 90s, and they had a kid in between that. It's like in Back to the Future when Lorraine's like, Marty, what a nice name. Yet she names her first kid Dave. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of weird. <laughs> Phil's here, yes. Oh, man, that's awesome. So, Phil, I'm going to make sure there's no rupee here, okay, buddy? <laughs> Well, no, no, no. What's going to happen is Jeff's going to get that organic, organically locally sourced crap from like Whole Foods. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, he's going to give him some Virgil's root beer. That's like, which that stuff's actually pretty good. It is good. <laughs> I was like, dude, don't disparage Virgil's root beer because they oh no, 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 uh, that's just the only one I can think of off the top of my head. That's actually yeah, it only puts motherfuckers I know to sleep. <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> <laughs> it tastes delicious though. <laughs> Well, a four <laughs> pack of Virgil's put Phil to sleep. I know. <laughs> now, guys, we're going to be talking about James Bond. We're going to be talking about Dave Chappelle's new stand-up special. Yes, I've watched the whole thing. So I've, you know, watched it, formulated an opinion. The other guys are well up to date on the story. So we're going to talk about that a little later. Because, yeah, I think there's a lot of stuff going on with that that's quite interesting. But before we get into that, Let's start. Let's start with some other topics, guys. Who is your favorite DC Comics character, and why is it Batman? Because I'm not a fucking pussy. There you go. Now, Dion, rumor: Matt Reeves and Robert Pattinson's the Batman to get a sequel. So over on CBR, they're claiming that it's got a green light already. Now, the reason I'm surprised is I thought Robert Pattinson got fired for fucking Catwoman on the roof of a car. <laughs> For the, I'm sorry, one more time? 
Yeah. No, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We, I, I, I've never heard that rumor before. The first time I'm hearing about it. Please, hold please on. Please tell us in detail. Let's see if I can find it. That was an old one that I had popped up a while ago. And you didn't put it in the save folder. Shame on you, sir. Shame on yeah. you. I don't really get off that. Amateur hour. <laughs> it's like you've been doing this podcast for like six years or something. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Oh, where's that? Yeah, here we go. Uh, exclusive. Those rumors Robert Pattinson and Zoe Kravitz were caught having sex on the Batman set are utter rubbish. Like, it, it was a story at the beginning of the year. <laughs> Damn, I kind of wish it was true. I would have actually gotten some more uh, respect points for old Robbie Pats. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that would actually make him the most Batman-like Batman. But that's yeah, true. That's true. On the Batmobile? Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, but, but so, no, apparently it was just a rumor. Damn it. Damn. I know... I know a lot of these superhero movies get, you know, preemptive sequel announcements to build the hype, but I usually like to see a movie before I want to even think about its sequel because we have had countless superhero films. I'm just going to use The Amazing Spider-Man as the prime example. You watch a movie, you think you're getting all these sequels and shit that they talk about. It never happens. Like, they need to focus on one movie and then build the world. Yes. Yes. This is an origin retelling year two of Batman. Oh, God, Jeff, it's not an origin. It's his second year. What's any different from Batman Begins after he gets back to Gotham and perfects the suit? It's an early Batman. He knows what he's doing. We didn't really watch. We watched him get taken down by the Scarecrow, and then he pretty much whooped ass the rest of the movie. So, yeah, what's the difference? Right. You And yeah, listen, you know how I feel about announcing sequels before the first one has even come out that is 100 percent a bad sign every damn time it's the same as you know when tv shows oh they're gonna they've gotten greenlit for two more seasons it's like let the first one come out initially and then let's see what the people say let's see what the fans say you know if if, if this is true in that the studio is so confident that they're going to go ahead and and green light a sequel like yo 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 you know from what i recall something similar happened with ghostbusters 2016 they had already greenlit a fucking franchise and then there was um uh uh well obviously they did come up with a sequel but with prometheus there was supposed to be three there are two direct sequels and then my personal favorite the the hill that i will choose to die on the hill that will make or break my commentary career fucking avatar that movie came out in fucking 2008 Motherfucking 13 years ago or nine excuse me yeah you're right nine and we're still waiting on two fucking two what 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 is this basic instinct two like we gotta wait 20 years before the sequel it's like a fine line sharon stone gets better with age yeah apparently I mean, you know, she still is fine, but listen, yeah, Bat, the new Bat, Bat Pat is not Sharon Stone. I'll tell you that right now. No, he isn't. Thank no, God, isn't. we would have had weird childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Dion did have a weird one. He was like, you know what? They're the same. That's a, that's a good. <laughs> that's a good point. Oh, I need to watch Total Recall. It's one of those 4K movies I got from Best Buy. Oh my God, I haven't watched. My father in law in that movie. <laughs> Nick, I've gone kind of ham on the 4K horror for Halloween. Oh, really? What 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 all have you got? I, I know you showed me the first Halloween on 4K. What else you got? 
I got 10 Cloverfield Lane. I got Psycho. I got um, Shaun of the Dead. I got a bunch Sims of shit. Coming. I love that. <laughs> I like In the Simp of the Night. Mm. Yep, in the Simp one. of the Night. That's 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 a, a deeper one. Carol O'Connor is the star. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dr. Coffinales, did you go see Total Recall in theaters? What well, no, no, there's actually a really good one by the infidel, uh, natural born simps. That's that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Simp and Mallory. Now, we'll move away from Batman because, you know, it's going to happen. They'll probably make ten more Batman movies before D 2s even in college. But oh, jeez, man. Would you like to hear about a TV show that's coming out that literally nobody wants? Of sure. course. All right, you guys ready for this one? Yes. Actually, hold on. Tell me a terrible idea for a TV show. Dion, you go first. Um, a terrible idea, uh, a fucking sequel to Vampire Diaries. That would be uh, fucking a, terrible. A, pre, a prequel to Supernatural. Uh, right. Oh, damn it. That's real <laughs> life. That hit too close to home, Nick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dion. I had Son of a bitch. Um, a prequel to Law and Order. <laughs> Pre-Law and Order? So it's just, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't it just still be Law and Order? It'd still be Law and Order, except for they're all in like the academy and you know going to college to get. Oh, you would have followed the characters. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, so, so basically, it would have been like young, sexy people just still trying to figure out what they want to do and just. Hey, Stapler came back. Crime. He's got his own show now, <laughs> Law and Order: Organized Crime. Oh, oh. How many versions of Law and Order are there, Dion? Currently, I think there's only two. It's just SVU and organized crime because I think they 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 ended uh, the original Law and Order, but I mean total there's been like seven because there was obviously SVU the original, there was Criminal Intent, there was one weird one which was like it was like Law and Order, it was essentially like they would have they would tell the ending like the actual ending at the end where it was the the, the person did it or didn't. Then there was there was there was like two or three more with goofy ass fucking names. But there was like Law and Order L.A. or some shit for a second. <laughs> Way too many. Way too many. Law and Order East. Trial by jury. Law Thank you. Order. Yes. <laughs> Doctor is my fucking man. Now, guys, would you have thought in a million years that they'd be making a GamerGate TV show? Uh, Wait, what? Oh God. <laughs> Are you serious? Look at the screen. Why? God. That is insane. Oh, oh Zoe, you're back. Who do they think is going to watch this? No one. No one, guys. You guys this ready? This is such a bad idea. Oh, my Mind God. Mind Riot Entertainment will work with journalist, game developer, and computer programmer Brianna Wu for Gamergate, a series about her experience as a critic and target of the notorious 2014 online harassment campaign oh. for which the studio has opted life rights. In 2014, Gamergate's online campaign ignited a firestorm for its targeting of women in the gaming industry, which laid the foundation for current issues of disinformation and hate. Before QAnon COVID-19 wow. there was Gamergate. Wu was among the targeted women, which also includes Zoe Quinn and Anita Sarkeesian. Dude, dude, like that, that, that paragraph is heavy fucking handed. Like, they're, really they're making direct, 
direct parallels to fucking January sixth and QAnon. That's insane, dude. Like, yeah, they're, they're they're really running for a certain a certain. A that certain is such a crowd. buzz. This is such a money grab. It's not even. Of course, it's fucking deadline. I should have known. I should. It'll get but. canceled. It, it's it's not going to make it through the whole season. That's so bad. That's a terrible idea. Who got who who's who's okaying this shit? That's a terrible a, idea. Who do you think is going to watch that? Not us. Uh, Zoe Quinn and her family, <laughs> and Brianna Wu, and whatever guy she's got chained up in her basement. That's and also, so and 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 Edie Sarkeesian because you know why not? Oh, yeah, she's, yeah. Like, she's because of course, work. because of course, if you do something like that, you got to have Anita Sarkeesian. No, you know, we're not going to ask any questions. Yeah, dude, she's, you, 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 you know, she, you know, she's cool. going to have a, you know, she's going to have a virtual watch party for like the pilot episode or some shit. You know, it's going to happen. That's just so wait. insane. Yeah, dude. That's so I insane. That I can't. I can't wait. That. I can't wait to do something else that day. <laughs> this is this is incredibly reminiscent of, of when um, I can't remember which studio it was, but they were thinking about having Sandra Bullock play uh, Harriet Tubman. Like this is this is how bad this is. <laughs> that was Julia Roberts. But, but yeah, yeah we, we get the idea though. <laughs> but, yeah. Hey, what was the thing in the news the other day about the woman was too light skinned to play the real historical character, and all, everybody's all up in arms now. Like wasn't there oh, another one, like recently? Yeah. Um. Shit. I, I want to say it was a Rosa Parks movie. Holy shit! Maybe that no. Or a Harriet Tubman movie. Maybe it is a Harriet Tubman movie. I can't remember. I we have to look it up because yeah, it, that just happened. Someone else wasn't, you know. And then obviously, what's his name that did Hamilton? Uh, you know, he apparently he got in trouble for his movie coming out where he didn't have enough of the correct Hispanic Latino population is that really a concern it's not a real concern but the people who were complaining it were saying it was uh yes eddie we are going to watch halloween kills live here you won't be able to watch the film with us but we'll have a drunk commentary drunk watch along so it'll be a party we'll have fun uh and run or primer thank you hashtag running with harriet yes (laughs) i forgot about never forget (laughs) never i literally just saluted my computer screen i'm glad no one saw it Oh my god. Zazie Beats, that's who it is. Thank you. Zazie Beats is playing somebody, and everyone's all up in arms that she's too light skinned or something. But she's good looking. I agree. Um, let's see. Who was it? Oh, Stagecoach oh, Mary, that's who it is. Who was it? Stagecoach Mary. Oh. The, okay, oh. let's take a, a brief second away from that cancerous article about Gamergate and move over to this real quick. I just want to read you a headline that truly firmly plants us in the twilight zone netflix accused of colorism for casting zazie beats a stagecoach mary (laughs) (laughs) which is hilarious because people were so excited that she was playing typhoid mary or not typhoid mary (laughs) um In Deadpool 2, Jeff what's her name domino domino thank you she was playing domino like everyone was super excited that she was domino and oh, how quickly they turn on you, right? I kind of want her to play Typhoid Mary now. In the <laughs> biopic of Typhoid Mary. No, 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 well, no. Well, no. You, Typhoid you Mary is actually a character in Marvel Comics, so I'm not completely off. Well, but, no, no, yes, no. There's the, the, true. There, there is no way they they would make her play Typhoid Mary, the historical Typhoid Mary, because I think she was white, and there's no way they would they would like not not portray that by some like fucking Karen or something like that in Hollywood. They'd be like, Holy oh yeah, shit, this, this dude, is gonna be Dion. Good. 
you yeah. actually accidentally had the world's greatest co crossover because this same website had an article about Typhoid Mary, Typhoid Mary and why she's problematic. So you just spoke <laughs> your way into a fucking crossover, there you sir. There you, listen, oh, these, pe these motherfuckers, it's so easy to, to anticipate their next move. It's like playing chess with a seven-year-old. Wait, hold on real quick. It says, widely accused of racial insensitivity in season one, Iron Fist is hardly the most sophisticated Marvel show. So why did it bite off more than it can chew by trying to reboot and re rehabilitate Typhoid Mary? We've looked at her problematic origins from the comic. It's Is she really that big of a deal? Typhoid Mary. Boo-hoo. <laughs> of course. I didn't, I didn't know she was a, a comic book character until right this second. Yeah. I, know, yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. I know her historically, but I didn't know she was yeah. a fucking comic book character. So, you know. Yep. Yep, she's got fish. Uh, she she's not a mutant. There you go. Yep, she go around spreading disease and and the comic books too. I think so. I mean, have you ever seen another issue that featured uh, Bucky after the forties? No, you didn't. So, <laughs> <laughs> but let's actually get I back mean, to the top. Way here. cooler name, motherfucking Winter Soldier, bitch. My name is Bucky. No, that's the Winter Soldier. I fucking I kill motherfuckers because I'm so icy. Bucky, fuck all that. <laughs> fuck the forties. Oh my god, you're always Bucky to me. <laughs> you always my be my Bucky Dion. Oh, easy. No, never. Oh, no. oh. Damn. So I'm not going to read about Gamergate as Buffalo Jeff, but I will tell you a little more about this. The series will explore the origins of the widespread intimidation campaign from the perspective of multiple fictional people in the gaming industry, from executives to journalists to indie developers. Guys, if it's fictional people, all the narrative can be formulated by these people, no matter what. We not, we'll never get an honest representation of what went down. We were all there. We all remember Gamergate very well. But they're going to switch. They're going to twist the narrative. This is the next level of Vince McMahon level bullshit. That's what I was about hey, to say. Know... This is Vince McMahon type shit. <clears throat> do we know which studio is getting it? Like where it's coming out? Is it just like, or like what, you know, what, what place is getting it? Uh, it just says Mind Riot Entertainment will uh, work to develop a show. They're not even okay. that far yet. Oh, it says, oh wait, it says, um, sorry, blah, 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 blah. For which the and studio is opting for life rights. Okay, so it's just Mind Riot Entertainment is all we have so far. Okay. So they haven't, they haven't found an actual studio yet then? No. Okay. Will this get made? Hope. It depends on who wants to pick it up. But now I, I, I can see, um, you know, AMC's losing Walking Dead. I can see them trying to make a play for it. Um, yeah, know. Dion, we're finally, we're closing out the 10 season epic of The Walking Dead. Up next, Gamergate, starring Anita Sarkeesian. Listen, man, you know, they've been, they've been looking for that next cultural phenomenon. And I can see them mistakenly thinking that this is the big ticket. Why don't we just rename this show from Gamergate to Victimhood, the animated series? Because all this is going to be is <laughs> I was targeted online. I was harassed. Look, somebody said something shitty to you. Boo-hoo. Somebody said something shitty to me. Boo-hoo. Guess what? It rolled off my back and I walked forward. I didn't make a fucking TV show about it because I'm a weak asshole. Okay? Yeah. People Fuck. say shitty things to us all the time. And we keep on rolling. People that we we liked, you know, all the time. So just, you know, we keep on rolling, man. It's not a problem. But I do like how Rusty Shackelford has found this i'm pretty sure she has some skin in the game somehow i don't expect there to be an independent fact checker scrutinizing every minutia of this series so yeah i think we're just about to have yellow journalism the tv show mm. <laughs> who's excited by a show of zeros oh, God. Uh, no one. dude it's Bye. just that's just such a terrible 
terrible fucking idea. Uh, I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm guessing. I'm, I, I'm going to go put it out there. I'm going to say Netflix gets it. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, because Netflix seems like that kind of company that would probably like be like, oh, they're they're doing this. It's ours right now. Like they're going to take it. Right. They're just trying to throw shit against the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, because they have they they have less and less of the movies we actually love and watch all the time, and I'm just kind of like, it's getting really hard to justify your service right now. It really is. Really, it is. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> there we go. As they travel away, we'll make that version. <laughs> So, you brought up Netflix. Kendo, you're a little further than I am. You mentioned Squid Games again. We mentioned Squid Games briefly, but would you recommend it to everybody in the chat? Of course. It's very good. Uh, I just thought of Battle Royale most of it, but that's not a bad thing. No, no. Like I said, it's it's a good show that actually has a lot of, like, character development and tells an actually really good story. So, I would recommend it. Now let's talk about the lawsuit really quickly. Um, Netflix sued after Squid Game release. Uh, Squid Game release increases traffic for Korean ISP. So Netflix <laughs> is facing another lawsuit. South Korean internet provider SK Broadband has filed a lawsuit against the streamer to cover the cost of increased traffic and maintenance after the surge in traffic, a spokesperson for the provider said to Reuters. The surge in traffic comes as Squid Game dominates Netflix. The Korean language drama is on track to become the streamer's biggest show in its history. The lawsuit comes after the sole court stated that Netflix should reasonably offer something to the internet provider and multiple Korean politicians have spoken out in opposition to content distributors who do not financially compensate internet providers for traffic booms, according to the outlet. This sounds a little weird to me. Yeah, because here's, I mean, like, I understand where they're coming from. It's weird like that. The, the I mean, I guess it's fine. The Korean shows post on Korean servers in Korea. It's Okay. But that's still weird. They should have it copied at multiple places. But, you know, that's just thinking outside the box. Um, also, this is a dangerous precedent because Internet service providers in America are already, like, gouging us for, like, shitty service. If you do this and make them gouge people, e-gouge, um, you know, Netflix and the VOD for even more money, it's going to be a problem. We're, we're going to see we're, we're going to see the result of it in, in, in prices, um, you know, more so than, you know, than anything else. Like, they're going to raise the prices on us and than anything else it's going to be a problem so at the same time you know this is i think this is from the other side you know internet companies gotta get their fucking shit together you know so Mm -hmm. i mean while i'm not a huge fan of you know suing those who are 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 unable to handle it you know but this is the type of thing where it's like you know if you guys are charging people for this amount of shit you know you have to be able to to handle high traffic so the other side of me is like yo yeah go after him If, if 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 you know they're selling things on the basis of bandwidth and usage and no we're not throttling people at the same time you know you guys should be prepared for this type of stuff so i'm i'm almost part of me is like yo fucking yeah go after make make them prepared for these types of situations because that's what they fucking that's what they're supposed to be prepared for these things especially when they want to try and create monopolies on 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 the internet so fuck it you know go after them yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, because we, we 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 definitely need less, less monopolies for internet, especially in, in America. Because oh yeah, oh. oh yeah. The biggest thing I took away from Squid Game, and I wanted to bring this specific part up, is how well this part of the world knows how to basically game the system, and they know the formula for what's going to be popular because they want to make the most popular song, so they make Gangnam Style, and it becomes the biggest thing on YouTube. Right, and BTS that's is the, the biggest fucking boy yep. band. And now this show mm-hmm. is the biggest thing on Netflix ever. 
what is it in South Korea that they figured out that we just well not we because I don't give a shit about BTS. I've never heard one of their songs. But what is it about what, got a couple of what have they tapped into? <laughs> oh, it's I I know the answer to that. It's an old um it's an old Asian proverb that translates to he who goes woke goes broke. Oh. <laughs> yes, they're, they're, they're just like, oh, we're going to make really good shit and we don't really care about representing all these fucking people and all this other shit. Yeah, they, they just want to tell good stories and make good content, so that's pretty much, yeah, sounds good. Well, I enjoy it. Or it's just, let's make the most money we fucking can, play the odds, and let's fucking go. And yeah. also, we'll sprinkle in some fucking violence. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and, and by the way, those costumes will be extremely prevalent at the end of the month. Expect to see lots of people wearing those. Okay, all right. Wow. And, 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 and it looks like they're really simple costumes as well, so I assume there'll be a, there'll be a lot of them. Yes. Oh, and I, and 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 I think I think that I think that will play to their to play their strengths as well. The costumes are simple, especially in it being October and Halloween's around the corner. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's gonna happen, man. Yeah, it is. Nick, I'm gonna send you this video. By the way, I found of me filming all the 4K movies I intended to send them to you. <laughs> like, you know, I got Evil Dead Two now and all this other shit. Well, speaking of Halloween, um, I did uh the first the first stream of our October gaming last night. Where I played about two and a half hours of Until Dawn, and we got to kill. We, we got to the point where we killed one of the one of the kids so far. We killed Jess. We're gonna try to kill them all. If anybody wants yeah. to uh, join us, I, I'm gonna do it again tomorrow night at around eight eight thirty. So uh, look for that link uh, on Twitter or on Facebook. But yeah, we're gonna play another probably two and a half hours of um, of Until Dawn because it's a really it's yeah it's a dense game to get through. I, I'm trying to speed run it right now. I'm not trying to get any totems or any other bullshit. I'm just trying to get uh, just trying to get through it. So. So, wow. Thank you, Joseph Bianowicz. Now is the perfect time, folks. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Dion, since you usually get the brunt of it, pick a number, please. Uh, give me three. I'm going to kick your ass later. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to give you a better one because, you know, three is a great number, but Dion accidentally kicked and said, or coughed and said four. Hey, what's the music from? <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and just like that, all is fifth. All right. First up, we have Cesario Japan, who says, We have gathered here today to memorialize Commander James Bond, CMG RNVR. Press F in chat to pay respects. Ooh. So, folks, our next segment will be the full No Time to Die review. Please have your questions ready. I got to see it last night at the Chinese Theater, the famous one that we all know from Star Wars, you know, the big premiere. It was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one of the footprints in front of it. Yeah, go on. I wish the fucking movie matched the experience of going to that theater, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Anna, that Star Wars girl came down. Uh, Anna, Jesse, and I were all going to see James Bond. We were all ready, and we all had a lot to say about it. So I will relay that to you guys in a moment. SH Rebels 08 says, I'll take a Brie Larson punch to the face and a Joe Rogan. Well, ask and you shall receive here on this channel. It just depends how quick you'll get it. Uh, Where is... Good old Brie Larson. Well, since yes for Joe Rogan too, we'll give you that. Imagine one. if you gave a white supremacist five meo DMT, and then as the first one, as they're exhaling, yeah, yeah, yeah. What a rush! There you go. It's a trouble, right? That's a good one. 
That's a good one. I love Joe Rogan. Not really. And then oh, up next. Man. You got knocked the fuck out, man. <laughs> Always a good one. Always a good Especially one. with that haircut. Oh, oh. I can't believe she was in Shang-Chi, dude. Yeah, for, well, I mean, she was there for like a minute, maybe, but yeah, it was still, still, too much. I know, I know, I know. But like, that's that's their that's their movie to you know to kick to officially kick off part of, you know phase four, man. That's that's where it is right now. So, Samurai Vader has a question. He says, "Y'all playing Smash Bros? Can I join? They just announced a new character's name, Soras from the Devil May Cry. I think if I win, Dion pays for the drinks." <laughs> I, I played know, Super Smash Brothers with Dion. I think you got a challenge. Oh yeah, I'm not I'm not a fan, but yeah, definitely you can probably probably play with these guys. That'd be fun. We usually would come in one and two, Dion, when we would play. If uh, Dion would unmute his mic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, fucking one and two, baby. There yeah. you go, there you go. And I, I knew he was coming through somewhere. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Dion. Uh, but uh, Samurai Vader, I'm not currently playing anything on the Nintendo. Not that I'm angry at my Nintendo. I've just been really playing the fuck out of Tony Hawk. I feel like a kid again. <laughs> Primer says, hail WCBS, word of the day is pocket pussy. Well, Primer, we ended up going with <laughs> the other one, excuse me. Yeah, um, we, always, so, we always try to go with, with go with words that, that YouTube gets confused with, so that's why we picked those ones. <laughs> also, too, the, that fact that it was two words almost is more than the fact that it was a, like, whatever. I didn't even give a shit about that. It was more that it was just two separate words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nico the Legend says, Wendigo. <laughs> Where? Uh, I have a Wendigo action. Yeah, he was uh, he was he, he was on he was on the stream last night, uh, asking questions, talking about horror movies, and you know, having a good time. Him and Mega Jetty One, Cosmic yeah. Newt, Leia Red, uh, Angel, Angel Straven, a bunch of other people were on there. So it was it was a good time. We were talking horror movies, watching the game, you know, having a good time. Hell yeah, folks! Join us over on Twitch, and it's Schlocktoberfest. I'm going to work on some content this weekend uh, to put up on Patreon and our soon-to-be members program. Bonus Halloween content to get you guys in the spirit of the season. Um, I hey, I did find another list of horrible costumes for this year. If you want to do that one again, we'll do that tonight. Or we'll yeah. do that for our, we'll do that for a thing. You know, we'll yeah. make that for the content. Yeah. Breadman Productions, happy birthday! And he says it was my birthday yesterday. Got Red Dead Redemption Two and The Terminator was wonderful. Nice. What movies would you guys share a birthday with? Uh, for me, it's Blade Ooh. Runner twenty forty nine. Share birthday, uh, Red Planet with Val Kilmer and Carrie Ann Moss came out on my birthday. Little Nikki too, so I'm uh, that's awesome. Um, I think I think Sphere came out on my birthday years ago, and that that that'd be a weird one to share. But I am you know with Samuel Jackson, you know, under, uh, you know at the bottom of the ocean, so that that might be okay. Uh, my birthday is the day after New Year's, so I don't think movies come out on my birthday. I have a really terrible one. I'm going to put an image of it on screen before I share it, but it's famous. Everybody knows this movie. Not only do I share a birthday with this fucking movie, the day this movie came out was the same day I was born. So October 21st, 1988, Jeff was born and a little film called Halloween for the revenge of Michael Myers or the return of Michael Myers comes out. And so there's what I would share with you on my birthday. Phil. Michael Myers had diabetes in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh god. <laughs> you know what bullshit about this movie? Besides it being terrible, Nick? What? This is the the mask you get in the movie, right? Yeah. This is the mask that was on the damn poster. It was awesome. So imagine seeing this poster and then going to the movie and seeing that. It's not even fair. 
that's clearly the mask from like part one but they they just like honey dick to you and just like oh yeah 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 you're, you're getting this one it's like no no we're not they lost the part one mask it's in somewhere it's in someone's closet or basement in some box they somewhere didn't, they didn't lose it dick warlock took it oh yeah it's true he fucking took it i remember seeing that like a photo of it not too long ago and it looks so sad oh man doug keller thank you for the word of the day simp Primer, thank you. Simp Royale, Quantum of Simp, No Time to Simp. Oh, I'm I sensing a theme. Yeah, I don't know if I would call Daniel Craig's Bond, uh, I don't know if he simps in this movie. A lot of shit happens to him, and it's, wow, just wait a few more moments. Cesario Japan says, Star Wars, The Last Simp. Doug Keller, thank you very much. It's saying, and Cesario Japan, thank you as well. Uh, Doug Keller says, The Simp of Happiness, The Neon Simp, No Time to Simp. Simp of Solace, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Simp. <laughs> I like that one. Wait, I think we should do a comic, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Simp. It's about Ooh. some some weirdo. Wait, no, 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 no. We, 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 already, we already got that movie. It's called Fight Club. Oh, I love Fight Club. Yeah, that's that, that's what it is, basically. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Simp. That's, that's Fight Club. His name was Robert Paulson. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't he didn't last too long. He had bitch tits. <laughs> he'll see. He'll, he'll try catching a bolt with his head. Didn't work out too well. Like a bat out of hell. He didn't make it. <laughs> Samurai Vader says, I just uploaded a clip about you guys. Check it out. Uh, could you send us a link to that, Samurai Vader? TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. No time for simping. Dr. Jones. Oh, no time for simping, Dr. Jones. No time to simp. No simpy. <laughs> no simpy. All out of simpy. All out of simpy. No simpy. He's fat. Mm. Well, Kendo. I have some good news for you specifically. Oh. You've been upgraded. Oh. You remember our our favorite account, Kendo Sucks? Uh, sure. The one with the lawyer photo of you from like 1993? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, you've been upgraded from Kendo Sucks to Kendo is okay, I guess, with a super chat that reads, at Kendo, you're okay, I guess. <laughs> Only stepping oh. forward, baby. Let's move forward. <laughs> Kendo's oh, okay, then. Boys. Hey man, it's a, you know, a win's a win, okay? A win's a win. That's right. We're taking W's out here. That's fine. Whatever. Um, Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly. yeah, they're, they're listening. You're pretty okay. <laughs> it's a factual fan base. I respect oh, that. God. Zach Z, thank you very much. Simp, fat boy, simp. Simps too. Hardly simping. <laughs> Hardly simping. Is that a clerk two joke? I think, I think so. so. It might be. It might be. It's so hard. Like, I'm so upset by him. God damn, he was the best. Yeah, yeah, it is, man. Yeah, then he decided to become a massive honey dicker. It's not massive. It's tiny. We're all disappointed. <laughs> so we have the Dr. Phil Seitz. Thank you very much. He says, I heard that, Dion. Dixon insider says if diabetes wasn't affected in a game, would it be considered damage over time? <laughs> yes, and it'd be exacerbated by whatever type of food you ate to try to regenerate health. <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd have to you'd have to go to like the pharmacy or whatever or take your pills or take your shots and like you know, then you'd be fine for a certain amount of time. And finally, for now, thank you, Phil. This is the perfect transition, Super Chat. Ha ha ha. Question. Was No Time to Die worse than Moonraker? <sighs> I guess it's time for me to answer that question. Okay. Well, 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 well first, uh, let, me, let me read off the, the projections from a legitimate source of ours, not from Reddit. 
deal. Okay. Um, these are domestic U.S. predictions or projections for No Time to Die. The opening weekend, the projection is seventy-two million. Total run is two hundred and fifteen million. So, yeah, that ain't not yeah, man. What do you think I do? So that ain't nine hundred million. No, oh. no, 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 no. Now uh, let's see. You said it would be two hundred and seven million for the total gross world or domestic. Uh, uh, no, the yeah, two hundred and fifteen for domestic gross. Yeah, for total run. Yeah. Damn. Now that's low, but that would still make it the number one film of the year in America. <laughs> right now. Uh, according to Box Office Mojo, Shang Chi is sitting at the top with two hundred million, two hundred seven, excuse me. Then Black Widow only crossed one eighty three. F nine, Fast Saga, one hundred seventy three mil. A Quiet Place Part Two, one sixty, and to close out the top five, Free Guy with one hundred eighteen million. That was a good movie. That was a really good movie. I really enjoyed that. That was fun. The theater. <laughs> what, did you watch it, Dion? Free Guy. Yeah. Yep, sure did. What would you give it on a scale of ten? I give it, dude. I give it a solid eight. That was a great fucking movie. Yeah, yeah, eight, eight. Like, point, it, yeah, Space Jam was how you don't do cultural references. Free Guy was how you precisely do cultural references. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even though even though Taika in it and he's acting and he's on screen, um, he's it, actually it was, it was not the, that bad. He's a funny part. Like he, Tico, I've I've just come to the conclusion that Tika Waititi. For when you see his face, when he's in things, he's just unlikable. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's what he's good at because he's in Free Guy, and I enjoy him because he's an unlikable, over-the-top fucking douche with the fucking jacket and the pants and a dude with gray hair, and he's talking in fucking slang the whole time um, to Steve, and I'm just like, God damn, dude. Even in a movie, I don't like you yeah and that's his thing that's just he he is the shannon doherty of movies right now oh my god am i wrong am i wrong no that's a beautiful reference though that's a beautiful you know it's just and i and i'm i'm gonna enjoy him as i can he's just unlikable and uh you know he's not the best part obviously a free guy you know i i still think that um dude is the best part of free guy but you know, it's it's great. It's fucking great. I love that movie. It's a solid eight. Fucking you got we got we got Captain America and that bitch going, oh son of a bitch. Like that's just hilarious. I love it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it was yeah, it was it was it was a fun movie. It was so much fun. It was so good. Um yeah, it it, it should it should it should have made more money than it than it than it uh, got, but you know, I'm glad it's doing pretty well. So at least it's top five. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was kind of the 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 true kickoff. I know that Snake Eyes wanted to be the movie kickoff for the summer, but Free Guy was that movie off. Dude, nope, nobody watch it because like I think I think I, think I went and saw it, so I'm part of the group that did see it. It is it is such a motherfucking GI Joe movie. Holy shit! Oh really? <laughs> yeah, it is a GI Joe movie oh, through and God. through. Like I, you thought that it was going to be really like finally like, okay, maybe they'll get this GI Joe thing down. It's better than the other two, but not by much. Outside oh, the dude oh, that plays Snake Eyes, it's cool, but it's just it tries way too fucking hard. It really tries too hard. Then like randomly, the Joes are just shoved into the movie at the end, 
And it's like, oh, so this is why no one's going to see this movie. Okay, I get it now. I get it now. <laughs> so, Dion, I was on a plane. I went to a wedding last weekend, and I turned off most of Snake Eyes because it was shitty. But you know what? I did sit down and connect to watch and really enjoyed it was Bad Boys for Life. I so Nick and what did we say, Nick? That movie was the fucking. It's a kung fu movie storyline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And and, and like that's why. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it because I mean, like the first, the first two movies are pretty much the same except like one's one is like just you know obviously the building of the world two is like okay we're, we're, we're taking michael bay to like fucking 11 now or explosions mm-hmm. fucking dead bodies full of drugs uh going to going to cuba fuck you know mm-hmm. all this stuff was like it was like up to 11 and then like part three for me anyways i was kind of like what did you do this is a left turn i don't like it, it was Listen, so, i like so, three was- i really did like bad boys for life but just the storyline was just a kung fu movie and as much as i enjoyed it I was like, this could have been way better. Like, you sacrificed Joe Pantoliano for this. Yeah. But I still liked it a lot. I liked it well, a lot. The ending is so ridiculous. That's why I liked it. Well, Joe, 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 Pat, uh, whatever his name is, uh, he's on, yeah. he's on, he's, he's on Tacoma FD now. So he's fine. He's doing good. He's doing good. Oh, yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> hey, Nick, have you ever heard of a movie called Sundown the Vampire Retreat? Or the Vampire no. Retreat? No, it's, it's a horror movie that I had never heard of. It stars David Carradine, so I thought <sighs> we should watch it. Now, James Bond: No Time to Die is the twenty-fifth James Bond film, and I just want to start about... getting going on this, buddy. Yeah. I just want to say that I love you like a brother. <laughs> You're my best friend, and I just want to say that I'm sorry you have to go through this. Yeah. Your favorite <laughs> franchise. I feel so fucking bad. I just want you to know that no matter what happens, I love you, bro. Yeah, Jeff. So, yeah, you, you, yeah, Jeff. You're, you're among friends, okay? So I mean, just you know, yeah, just, okay. You're, you're among friends, man, right? It'll be fine tonight. Are you are, are you sure? Oh, be, because because if if you make another comic parody, well, we're gonna know how bad. There's it is. a fucking storm brewing. You'd say it's gonna be <laughs> all right. I'm saying it's okay to vent, buddy. It's okay to vent. Yeah. If we if we make if we make stealing if we, if we make stealing Robert broccoli, where people are gonna know how bad it is. I'm just saying. Oh God. <laughs> I'm, I'm broccoli, you know, if, 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 if that's the next thing, cool. I'm, I'm down for it, you know, whatever. But I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, you, 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 you're among friends. You're among friends. So let's answer the question that Phil asked earlier: Is it worse than Moonraker? Fuck no! Come on, this, that's silly. Because Octopussy is the worst James Bond movie. <laughs> and Octopussy right. is still shittier than No Time to Die. Look, if Ooh. we're gonna put on the, I'm gonna put out a video. Mauler style to review this film because this movie is not original. It copies other James Bond movies beats for beat, borrows music, reuses music, literal reuse of a song from Honor Majesty Secret Service, the same recording, the same call. Like it's not an original story. It's not a great movie. It has moments of greatness. It overall is a weak fucking James Bond film. And at the end of it, he fucking dies. So everything <laughs> that they fucking talk about. Okay, one thing I'll get at before we get in deep into the review, because I'm going to go from the beginning, we'll talk about it. It's not a woke movie. It doesn't have this shit that everyone's trying to sell you on the internet because they're looking for clicks. Here's how it goes down in the movie. I'll tell you right away so you don't have to fucking wait. In the movie, James Bond is no longer 007. The way it shakes down is the opening happens, and then it's five years have passed. And you see the inciting incident and you find out that there's a new 007. Long story short, she tries 
to you know one up him and say shit like oh it gets to you it doesn't guess what he gets her right back and at the end of the fucking movie after they found the mutual respect because they don't spend the movie punching down and shitting on james bond every time he needs to he shows her up like she tries to get away with this fucking guy uh this um scientist she's trying to get him before bond can get him and guess what she's got all the gadgets she's swinging around james bond fucking trips shoots his gun and gets the piton out of the wall that she was swinging on and she falls in face plants like this chick gets her shit pushed in james bond is never shown up by her so all the media shit was really bad advertising for a fucking terrible movie at the end of it but that crap about that that specific character she actually goes in the movie and says you should be 007 and like everyone just goes yeah you should be because the movie addresses it the entire time where were you why weren't you bond or why weren't you why aren't you 007 like the people in the place keep calling him 007 and my favorite line is she goes that bothers you doesn't it and then Bunny Penny comes in and goes, all right, double. She says something like, you need to go into the office. And Bond goes in. She goes, just him. And then Bond looks at her and goes, that bothers you, doesn't it? And like, she just does get her shit pushed in. And she's not really there to put James Bond in his place. James Bond kind of self-assassinates in this movie. And it's pretty fucking lame. Oh, boo. So, I mean, I enjoy saying, you know, I told you so on some stuff. But at the end, it's just. Um, well, Dion, know, would you like. Would you like me to volley back with another I told you so? That leaked script that everyone talked about from years ago with his daughter? That's the fucking movie. Yeah. That's the movie. Oh, shit. That's really? Oh, I God swear to God, man, when the little girl shows up and she's like, oh, Matilda. I'm like, wait, Matilda? That's the fucking script with the boat at the end. That's the fucking movie. So <laughs> there you go. Like a lot of that shit that we had read, it's it's there. Damn. So let me start from the beginning. Uh, guys, do you have any questions before we actually talk about this film? He's got, like, so one of his kids actually shows up. Like, apparently he wasn't fucking sterile. Nope. <laughs> it didn't, it, the rope thing didn't work in fucking Casino Royale. God damn it. I'd like oh, to yeah. point out that I called it. You did. You did call it. You did call it. You were right. Thank you. Yeah. Fuck you. I was right. In the words <laughs> of the late, great Razor Fist. Late, great shit. He was on the show this Tuesday. It ain't that late. But yeah, by the way, I listened to most of that. He was, it, dude, that was that was a lot of fun to listen to. You guys were trying to end fantastic. it, but, he, but but you kept like getting into more and more topics. Yep, he's nice. always good. Always good to have him around. <laughs> Hell yeah, nice guy. Um, I want to hear what he thinks about this when eventually when he sees it because we were he loves Roger Moore and we were talking about James Bond in a much different way. But it's refreshing. I don't know if you heard this part, Nick, but we all love Live and Let Die. So it's a nice yeah, crossover. Yeah, yeah, li- yeah. Because, well, because Live and Let, once again, Live and Let Die is a black exploitation movie, but with Bond in it, you're, once again, you're, ba- yeah, you're basically like, you know, I, I love those two things and you did it perfectly in this, in this really awesome movie to mix those two together. And it's one of, I think it's one of Roger Moore's best movies. And it's, yeah, oh, it dude, fucking love it. Fucking love it. It's so, it's so much Very fun. Good. Yes, it is. So No Time to Die starts with the traditional James Bond gun barrel, except, okay, fine, let's answer, humor me for a second. When you think of the gun barrel, Dion, what's the most important part of it? The actual, the gunshot, where the, where the, the blood comes down and it drifts to the side. Thank you for being the first person to answer it, because they took that out. Oh, oh come on, there. you've got to be shitting me. Uh, yeah. The <laughs> from the jump, barrel, from the jump, it's wrong. The gun barrel, I... I didn't mind because at first I was like, all right, cool. The music hits. It's awesome. I saw it on this huge screen. It's meant to parallel his death at the end of the movie, but it's really shitty. It literally just fades into white instead of blood. And it starts out in the snow. You remember all those scenes you saw of Safin, uh, Rami Malek's character with that fucking stupid mask on? Yeah. Yeah. 
that's just like the opening five minutes of the movie that he's he is a shitty okay he's a wonderful actor and a really good villain with a shitty script like he's not there wasn't enough about him in this film to make his villainous plot like for us to care about it like in other movies when they say i want to do this and they give you a reason why like this guy's reason why is fine but they don't spend enough time that's what i mean to say they don't spend enough time with him on screen to care yeah, and that, and that makes me feel bad because Remy Malik is really talented. He's very diverse, and he's like he's a really good actor. And the fact that he's like the bad guy in this one, I, I hope, and uh, you you can answer this question or not, that he hopefully survived the movie and he can be in the next one whenever they do nope. that. Okay, fuck, dude. I'm just gonna answer this. James Bond, the series is over. Like this, what? Bond, this, the Daniel Craig era of James Bond is over. There cannot be a continuation. Okay. No, 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 no. Say that. Well, Don't say the series is over. You fuck. I had a heart attack. God damn it. Calm down. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Nick was like, I'm quitting the fucking show. I'm done. It's like, fuck it. I'm out. Nah, series ain't over. It's going to be back in a few years with Lashana Lynch as 007. Oh, God. Well, she oh, does God. give it up in this movie, but. Ah, she's, apparently she's getting it back because the one she gave it up to, he did. <laughs> okay, so the opening is. You've seen the opening in the trailer. It's cool. Basically, what that does is it links Safin to Madeline Swan. Madeline Swan is really this is a James Bond movie, kind of, but a Madeline Swan movie just as much. Oh, boo. Now, for those who don't remember, Madeline Swan was Inspector. That's the woman James Bond fell in love with. She is the daughter of Mr. White, that douchebag from Casino Royale that had Vesper killed. So it's this whole big soap opera. James Bond has a speech about love in this movie. James Bond, <laughs> a motherfucker that, you know what he did in Dr. No, he was bad. He slept with Miss Tarot. I want to go out for dinner. He fucking tricks her, puts her in the thing, and then there's a cop in the car with her, and they fucking bust her ass for her working with Dr. No after he slept with her. It was a slick move. It was a dick move, but it was a James Bond move. Yeah. Now James Bond cries. Like, he cried in Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Not a problem. Your wife just got shot in front of you. We'd yeah, all no, no, no. Well, yeah, that's that, no, that's no, that's yeah, that's fine. That's entirely well, fine. It depends on how much insurance you had on her. <laughs> <Get Yeah. the laughs> like, oh my god! Sure What's what was six, seven figures? I oh my god! I can't believe it. <laughs> I gotta cry harder for more money. <laughs> so the oh, movie then picks up in uh, what is it? Or in Italy, I think. So. Or Matera. Where is Matera at? I don't want to be... Okay, it is in southern Italy, excuse me. So, he's in Italy to go visit the grave of Vesper. The grave explodes and James <laughs> Bond is rendered uh, partially deaf for a moment. Not the whole movie, but it's a really cool effect. When it explodes, not only do you get the um, that ring in your ear like he would hear, they put that effect over the music so the whole experience sounds like your ears are all fucked up. And it's neat. The opening of this this movie actually has we can play the game where it shits the bed because, like I said, there are moments of greatness. When he goes to Havana, it is the best Daniel Craig James Bond ever. If the movie was that and ended there, this would have been the best James Bond movie that Daniel Craig ever made. No, it wasn't. Wait, they he goes the way to he shit goes, and ruin it. He, he he goes to Cuba again. I think I remember another Bond a few years ago who went to Cuba as well. For, yeah. Uh, yeah, for, uh, for, for yeah for genetic you know reassignment or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Well, funnily enough, a genetic yeah, reassignment happened in this movie in Cuba. Really? You don't yeah. say. I to God, I just made that connection. You said that they were copying <laughs> stuff, man. He no. should have went to jump up. Okay, me. hold on. I gotta, I, I gotta turn put, on my camera for my put, facial. Yeah, put, put, yeah, move, 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 move Dion up in the in the lineup here so we can see him. 
So I got to see. I am. You got to have my facial expressions when you. The rest is that a wrong because... t-shirt? Yeah, it is. That's a bitching t-shirt. I want one. I got to buy one. Hey, yeah, Dan, baby. On my camera. Uh, this is what. Yeah, because I, I got to. I, I feel like we got to. We got to. Obviously, I'm, I'm still going to go see it tomorrow, but um, I want. I want to get your game. take on it. There nice. we go. There we go. There you go, Dion. I've been one. waiting for months from Japan. It's finally here. I did. <laughs> that looks fantastic, dude. I'm excited as hell. It's Is that got... Mayfax? Is that a Mayfax? Yeah, it's Mayfax. So now I got uh, Wolverine, Gambit, and Cyclops. I'm going to get the whole X-Men. Well, the Jim Lee X-Men team. Cyclops yeah, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting on my steel box Wolverine. It was fourth quarter 2021, so we'll fucking mm-hmm. see. Now, to those who are out there patiently waiting back to the film. So after the explosion happens, uh, Bond is discombobulated. And as he's trying to regain his senses, a car is about to hit him. And he has one of the coolest moments. James Bond doesn't know what to do. So he just dives behind this little, like, cement partition. The car flips over. He starts to regain his senses. And a really good action scene starts. He eventually gets back to his Aston Martin. And the opening, or the you know that scene in the trailer where he's trapped with everybody and they're shooting his car and he's like, why don't you, why don't you fire the weapon? Right, yes. The reason behind that is Bond gets attacked by Blofeld, thinks Madeline betrayed him, doesn't trust her. So he's standing there like waiting. He doesn't care if she dies. He's just really waiting, waiting, waiting. And I think he's trying to look at her face and you know get a tell from her. So he eventually saves her. They drive away. And he puts her on a train and says, you'll never see me again. And the door closes and the credits roll to the worst song since the last one. Billie Eilish is no time to die. It's rough. But we get through it quickly. Uh, Even the credit sequence is nothing special. Uh, Well, then we get to um, this scientist who gets kidnapped by Spectre. What Spectre is trying to get and the weapon in this movie is pretty cool if you don't think about it too much. It, <laughs> oh, it's, a, it's a little uncomfortable not uncomfortable but it's a little uh fortuitous how wait it hold on hold on hold on is it is it is it is, is it the nude bomb is what it is is it the wish. nude bomb <laughs> it's kind of like what we're going through right now with pandemics and shit it's oh like, okay I was, oh no no wait, wait you, yeah you said what we're going through is like it's it, it's it, it's a woke bomb oh my god uh, oh, yeah well not that bad yet <laughs> What it is, is it's a weapon where nanobots will attack your system and kill you, but the only way the nanobots can kill you is if it's targeted to your genetic code. So you see Spectre kidnap this scientist, and he is, uh, right before he gets kidnapped, he gets a phone call from somebody, and it's Rami Malek's character. And so Rami Malek is trying to set up the takedown of Spectre as revenge because you learn that Rami, Rami Malek's family was murdered by Mr. White and Spectre. Uh, they were poisoned. And so Rami Malek is on this revenge kick. And so after um, they get the viral weapon, you, you run into James Bond and Bond meets Felix and they go to, uh, they're in Jamaica and they talk and first Bond turns down Felix. He says, I don't want to help. And so, uh, then Nomi, who's uh, Lashana Lynch's character, comes up to Bond and tries to offer him a ride and take him home. And you think it's some random girl going to want to bang him, but Bond's onto it the whole time. Like, if you're worried Bond's getting honey-dicked by this chick and duped, he knew the second they walked in what was actually going on. And it pissed him off enough that he wanted to work with the CIA instead of MI6. So Bond goes to Havana with Felix. Oh, that's how they have Felix in it? Felix dies. <laughs> oh, god damn it. 
Every... Oh, man. I, I, I did. Ah, oh, man. I, I like the Felix character, and I really like Jeffrey Wright. That sucks. I thought of you when he died. It, his death was more emotional than James Bond's. <laughs> I, when Felix got shot and died, I went, because oh, I didn't see it coming, and it was, like, really brutal. It wasn't, like, overly brutal, but it's, like, I lost, he's, like, you lost a lot of blood and all this shit. And, like, Felix knows he's dying, and you see James Bond trying to save his friend. He actually refers to him as his best friend in this movie at some point. So, like... He's watching Felix die, but that's later. Hold on. So anyway, they go to Jamaica. They have the best action scene of any of the Daniel Craig ones. It's a shootout in a nightclub. And Bond's in there trying to get the um, escaped scientist. And what happens with that is Lashana Lynch is going for him too. And all hell breaks loose. So they're both fighting over this scientist. And Spectre, who's hosting this party with the scientist, lets the nano weapon off. And... All of a sudden, you thought it was targeted for James Bond, but at the last second, that scientist had changed the genetic code and it kills all of Spectre. And James Bond stands there and watches Spectre's face melt off and he shoots his way out of this building. The whole gist of this is M helped develop this nano weapon and he's trying to keep it secret. And Bond knew about it. And that's why Bond wanted to help other people, not MI6. <laughs> so, like, it was... So this is... Oh, God. This is this is really convoluted. It's really, like, deep. Like, he's deep, deep undercover. Like, yeah. real deep. <laughs> so after the Havana escape, they get on a boat. Felix dies. Um, I'm not trying to spoil every little detail. There's some more shit that goes up. But Felix gets killed. They move on. They go back to London. And you go... Bond goes to meet Blofeld in prison. He wants to talk to Blofeld about this shit. So and Blofeld then, was still calling the shots from prison? Yeah. Okay. And then he goes to visit Blofeld in prison, and Blofeld dies. Okay. <laughs> they kill, they're just, they kill off all the iconic characters in a row. It's really hard right. to enjoy it's a movie. Very, um, yeah. So, so, so this, is, this is very Star Wars sequel-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So they're killing off the iconic characters. It also sounds like they're killing off Spectre. So Spectre no longer exists. Yep. Spectre's okay. gone. They, okay. Listen, any, any any franchise that reuses the whole everything that has a beginning has an end. Um, now that's that's a harbinger for for not great times. That's yeah. So anyway, that happens. And long story short, Saffin's behind it all. This. Mary Malik's character is the mastermind behind everything. And sadly, he looks a lot like and acts a lot like Dr. No. When we get into the parallels part in a moment, this movie looks so much like other Bond movies in not a good way. Like locations look identical to other things. And it's all meant to, like the Star Wars sequels at times, make you think this is just like classic stuff because it looks like it. And it doesn't really work. Like, they can put the car in there, but it doesn't work. They can make the submarine base look just like the one from The Spy Who Loved Me. They can make Doc, They can make Rami Malek's other part look just like Dr. No. They can make the fucking people that wait on Rami Malek just like the Asian people that Dr. No kept in his, his hideout. Like, they can do all those things, but it still doesn't feel right. So, long story short, guys, this bioweapon, they need to go to Safin. He's got an island, like all classic Bond villains. It's in contested waters, so no one can really. Wait, go. no, no. Is, hold on, hold on. Is, 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 is like the mountains carved out into a skull or something? Is it? Is that, is that the case? Is it a volcano? Yeah, yeah. Is it a volcano? Like, like you know. It, it does have a missile silo in it, so it does. <laughs> of course, like, it fucking does. Shit. Of course, it does. Yeah, it's a World War right. II era one. Oh, so uh, they go to this this silo to stop Safin's weapon. It's Bond, 
the other non 007. She gave up the title herself. And like I said, she's not, you would think it's going to be grating, but she's not like every time she acts annoying or something, it's, she gets punched down. And like even money, penny and other people are just kind of like, you know, they take her seriously and she's like capable, but they also like let the audience know like, Hey guys, this was a gimmick, not a good gimmick, but a gimmick. They're like trying to make, you know, the whole time, like we're sorry. As they're softening the blow for when she becomes the, you know, lead. I'll puke blood. Anyway, long, long story short, uh, Bond and Madeline meet up, find out the the girl, this little girl in the movie is James Bond's daughter. They all go to the fucking island. They fight Rami Malek. Bond shoots Rami Malek and basically opens up the, the gates so these missiles can come in and sacrifices himself while everyone else just fucking sits on a boat and drifts away. It pisses me off, too, because there's so much time James Bond chose to die. He didn't. He kind of gave up in this movie. Seriously, there are so many like moments where it's like if you did this and then walked out, you still could have climbed the ladder and got down to the shore and swam away or waited or got like all this shit. Just like he just waited to die. And it was really anticlimactic and really lame. Well, yeah, especially since apparently he had no time to die. It's why would you choose? To I'm, I'm going to fucking shoot you, Kendo. Jesus. Shut up. <laughs> and uh. yeah, I know that was a. The Bond death was supposed to be something epic and dramatic, but it wasn't. He stands there much like, uh, remember that scene in The Dark Knight Rises where you think Batman's going to die with the bomb? I was just thinking that. Good, because you should keep all of the Christopher Nolan Batman films in the back of your mind because they did with this movie. There's a part in Hans Zimmer's score, I swear to God, if you close your eyes, you think you're listening to the Dark Knight music. I mean, it makes. I mean, you know, if you're talking referencing other, other films. I mean, it makes a lot more sense that Hans Zimmer is doing the score. Yeah, and overall, he does a really good job. There's a lot of traditional Bond fanfare. Well, yeah, no time Hans Zimmer. Yeah, he's he's one of the best working today. But there's a little more movie. So after Bond dies, you have the aftermath at MI6 and a fairly touching speech about how uh, some people can't wait through life. They want to live it. And then uh, Bond's daughter and his now, well, she was never his wife, but his girlfriend, essentially, uh, they drive away in the Aston Martin, the old Aston Martin, not the DB5, which is even older. Fuck it. The DB9 or the DB7, whichever one it was. But they drive out in that to the song from Honor Majesty's Secret Service as the credits roll. I'm glad I'm saving them my money. And yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, me too. No, I'm, I'm still gonna go see. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm hoping that it's uh, uh, early, early response that you're feeling. You know, I'm, I'm glad that it's not. You know, my whole thing. I thought it was gonna be Moonraker bad. It doesn't sound like it's Moonraker bad. No, not at um, all. But that's. Uh, <laughs> You know, I really, again, I'm I'm still gonna go in open minded, but I I was really hoping that we were out of this melodramatic, um, anticlimactic shit with Rise of Skywalker. It just sucks because, you know, you have you know the wrong characters making that sacrifice, and it's just it's just so gimmicky. It's just so gimmicky. It's like you know, this is 1995 WWF. You know, 
So it's kind of oh that deal. Yeah, that's just like I said. You know, I'm still gonna go see it, and if I feel like you're wrong, you're wrong. But that I don't know. That's just so. (laughs) Yeah, that's just. I I get that you wanted to put a finale on on Daniel Craig's Bond, but this is just very. um, This is very CW. Very CW. It's (laughs) it's so melodramatic. It hurts. Honestly, it's like even the action scenes are sandwiched in between these romance and drama moments that aren't even romantic nor drama filled. I have no emotional connection to James Bond and his daughter. Like it's not even cute in the movie. He cuts her an apple and she just kind of looks at him. And all she wants is her little uh, rabbit, her doo-doo, which is kind of funny on its own mark, but it's, Oh, they fucking borrowed. They borrowed a moment from con air. Oh, the, Oh, the, Oh, the, put the, the bunny back in the box. They didn't say it, but like Bond found her bunny. Like, you know how Cameron Poe is so protective of the bunny from the little yeah. girl? Yeah. That's how Bond is with the bunny towards the death. Oh, like, God damn this, it. The outfit he's wearing right here in the picture is what he wears at the end of the movie. That all the action scenes you've seen where he looks like this, that's it. That's the end of the movie. And like, yeah. Craig has no emotions. He tries to act in this one. It's weird. Oh, you know how they get James Bond's uh, DNA in this movie for the uh, bioweapon? Oh, Jesus. They stole his toothbrush. Huh. That's like something they do on a bad cop show. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that was no time to die. Um, it was the it was better than Quantum of Solace. Well, that's not saying much. Ah. That's it, though. If I have to be nice, it's better than Quantum of Solace. I will watch Casino Royale any day of the week. I will watch Skyfall and Spectre some days of the week. Well, okay. I watch some of these movies sometimes. This one, I don't want to watch. Would I recommend you go watch it? Let me give you this review, this version. If you're a longtime Bond fan and you see every other James Bond movie, of course you should go see this to keep the the tradition going. Are you going to have a good time? Yeah, at times it's awesome. There are times where this movie... There's a car chase where Bond is in this SUV being chased by other SUVs through the this uh, I guess it's like um the the hill the foothills of a mountain or something. So it's you know rocky and shit like that. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this is what a modern James Bond movie would look like because it felt it had a lot of the hallmarks, the classic feel, like it there's so much of this movie that like knows what it wants to be, but it's like a one of these weird conflicted college kids that doesn't know who they are. It's like, I'm this, I'm that, I'm, I'm from the past. I'm from the future. I'm this bond. I'm that bond. I'm, con- I'm considerate. I'm like, fuck. I don't, you know, actually, this is the only bond movie where he, oh shit. He has one woman, Madeline Swan. He's so like burned by her. Oh God. There's even a point where bond is, um, meeting up with the Anna de Armas' character. She's down in Cuba. She's an agent. And um, she brings him his tux and he starts to, he thinks they're trying to, or she's trying to sleep with them. And she's like, oh no, not that. But you'd think like she was going to sit and make fun of him for it. No, it was like a really, it was a funny scene. And then they had like really great banter. It was legitimately, I was bummed out when she was like, I'm leaving. And that was the end of her story. Like she was the best woman in this film by a mile because Leah Sadu, all she wanted to do is stand there and stare so uh, she just she looked so sour she looked like sad Scarlett Johansson the whole movie <laughs> well she was in a Mission Impossible where she would play like you know the bad guy for a minute and then gets kicked out the window I think or something like that so 
God. So is there anything else you guys want to know about this Bond movie before we see what the audience has to say about it? Nah. Oh, no. No, like I said, I'm, I'm going tomorrow to watch it, so. <sighs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save my money. I'm not going to watch it. I just, yeah. I'm... But I am, I'm happy to hear that they didn't punch down because that was my whole worry. It's like there's going to constantly, like, he's going to be the punching bag of the movie. You're like, it's going to be like, oh, you're a dude. And da, 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 da. So, like, okay, I'm happy they're not doing that. But still, it doesn't sound very... I bet you there's an alternate cut where he is. I yeah, would believe actually, that. Actually, that's, that's 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 something I was going to ask. Could you ever tell if there were, if there were like reshots? Could you ever tell if there were like, you know, inconsistent things and in you know and what they were doing? He, I, I'd have to rewatch it. I'm sure as he looked different in certain shots, and I'm sure if I paid closer attention. But what I was focused on, it wasn't as glaring as say Fan Forstick, where Kate Mara's wig is clearly a wig. So it was. It's a you know what this movie is where it, it where its shortcomings are is in the writing, but it visually looks great and it looks no. finished. It this isn't like a Last Jedi with bad CGI or stuff like that. It's a it, it's an artistic looking film. Whatever they think James Bond movie should look like today, it does it well. The cinematographer put a nice picture on screen, but you know if you if you can shut your mind off, and I don't think you should in a James Bond movie. <laughs> Oh, I would like, I'll finish this by saying to the people of Southern California, you are the absolute worst fucking group of people to see a movie with. Don't clap <laughs> in James Bond movies. Don't cheer in the middle of a fucking sentence. I can't even hear the movie. This guy and I, we were sitting way across from each other, like in different aisles. But at the end, people were like randomly clapping. I'm like, why do people clap in a James Bond movie? And this guy reach, screams out, thank you. It wasn't that fucking good. And you don't do it. And I'm just like, thanks. But this, it was just a terrible theater uh, group of people they like wanted to cheer the dumbest shit it's like james bond died and they all started to clap it's like what the fuck wow okay well i mean you are in california and you know those people really like that kind of thing so yeah, yeah i mean you could have just stopped when you at the part where you said the people in southern california are the worst i mean you could have just left it right yeah there. that's true we, we would understand we understood the people in southern california are the worst there you go <laughs> guess what motherfucker i live here too <laughs> no simpy no, I'm a lot of simpy. So, uh, Dion, uh, I, I gave you the option to pick a number. How about you, Kendo? Would you pick a number for us? Uh, 17. Hmm, what is 17? Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God! Down goes Peter it's Peter. Mr. Flatnut for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they should have killed Bond. Don't give Jeff Jarrett any more fucking Jeff screen time than he already fucking just smokes him with a guitar in his, with, with his little Tennessee guys. brain. <laughs> Be nice. Nick's got a little Tennessee brain too. No, I don't. <laughs> Even though I was born and raised in tennis. No, not really. It's fine. Hey, 16-bit mascot, don't apologize. I'll just go back to Ohio. Hmm? He wants to laser cut it off. Uh, let's see. I've only really played Bond <laughs> games. Any chance of a list of Bond movies for viewers to get their feet wet? Uh, Medicare, we'll talk about that in a moment. Before we jump, after we read the super chats, before we get into the next segment, Kendo, would you just remind me? I'll pull up the list myself, but if you remind me uh, to do the list, and we'll, we'll let the audience hear that. Oh, our top chosen list thing. Well, what we'll do, folks, is if you want to watch that, because I said watch just video. watch the video. But we'll each give you two recommendations personally. How's that? Ah, that works. That works. I like that. Moonraker so, and Octopussy. No, don't watch those. <laughs> yeah. 
Time Warp Drive, I wouldn't call it a good film. I would call it a an okay movie that has moments of greatness, stupid moments. If you have to watch this movie as the end of this saga, this five-film arc, it's not great either. They do a decent job tying, you know, Mr. White into all of this stuff. But that feels like an after, like an after the aftermarket move. It's like, oh, we got this old guy. We can write this and that. And that's what happens when you have the same writers. Was it Neil Purd and Robert Wade or Robert Wade, and Neil Purvis, however it works. Those guys have been around for too long. They need fresh everything. You need a fresh director. You need fresh producers, even though you'll never get those. And you need a new writing crew. We need to get out of whatever this circle of James Bond was. It's We're out of it now. So Doug Keller, 12 Years a Simp, Beverly Hills Simp, The Simps, Rome, Buffalo Simp, The Simp Night. Would you guys watch The Simp Night? Yeah. No, I mean, there's plenty of TikTok videos of those. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think you've already watched The Simp Night. How does Batman act to Rachel Dawes like a simp? That's actually very accurate. And it was Maggie Gyllenhaal, bro. Come on. <laughs> Ender Zero says, what's simping Gilbert Grape? Huh? Not his mom. Rob <laughs> Brandt. Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City trailer came out today, and man, it looks like a low-budget indie film. At least Chris Redfield looks close to Resident Evil 1. Did you guys watch the trailer? I did. I did, too, and I turned it off as soon as they started playing that fucking stupid uh, what's up, what's going on. I hate that song. song. I hate oh, that yeah, song yeah, so yeah. Much. Oh, Jesus. Oh, dude, as soon yeah. as that started, I'm like, nope, I have no z- no interest whatsoever in this yeah. movie. But no, I um I I, I do I, I I I do agree with what he said, but it, it does look like like a sci-fi movie, like a sci-fi show. Like it it had that feel to it. It really did. So yeah, even even, even the CG didn't look all that expensive either. I was just kind of like, wow, you guys look setting the bar low here. Okay. So I have hated the Resident Evil films. I saw this trailer. I wasn't interested, but I was saddened by one thing. Now they try to make it like the video game when it's too late for people to give it. <laughs> this should have been done 20 years ago. If Resident Evil back in the day looked like this, it would have been a game changer because it would have been like, like the video game, but a movie, not this. Look, I love X-Men, but that design mantra of taking yellow spandex and putting everybody in black leather like the Matrix, that killed creativity and originality <laughs> for two decades in movies, for God's sakes. That's the, the greatest thing I can give to the Marvel movies is it, they finally showed that it was okay to have a colorful superhero on screen. No more, you got to mute this, you got to darken this down. Fuck, we even, that actually changed everything. We had a gray Batman on film finally. Forever you wore the black armor or that thumb silver one, but... Finally, he wore the gray suit. So this movie is just too little too late for me. I don't ever plan on watching it. <laughs> Andrew Matthews, thank you very much. Uh, that just slipped away. He says, uh, pretty and simp. Have you guys finished Squid Game yet? Kendo, you have, correct? Correct. I have. I Like I said, I'm on episode where I finished episode one. I enjoyed it. I will talk about it more when I finish it. Uh, gladly. Yeah, I'll try I, 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 I don't want to say anything just because you're still watching it. And it's, it's one of those things that you can't give spoilers to if people are watching it because literally the spoilers can make or break, you know, the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going to try to start it um, tomorrow probably. And, uh, and back to Pretty and Simp. I think that's what the movie actually was. I'm pretty sure John Carter <laughs> was a massive simp in that movie. Ducky? Yeah. I don't... 
I don't dislike that movie, but I don't love it. It's, okay. it's just fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Up next, we have our friend Adam Wofford who says, I, I like how we are living rent-free in their head almost 10 years later, waiting, brain power, still thinking about us and trying to milk. That's in regards to the Gamergate TV show. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah, they're 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 really they're really late to it apparently, and they don't. Um, yeah, they, they they just they just think, oh yeah, we're this, this thing's irrelevant. We're gonna make a show about it, and make billions of dollars. Like, no, you're gonna, you know, DOA man. It's just so late to the party. Oh yeah, extremely. But that's usually how the how this stuff is, man. Because it takes because you know it's it, you have to you have to convince these people that it's a good idea, and then like get it approved, and then get all the actors, and get all the scripts written, and also their bullshit. And by the time they announce it, you know, to the world, it's like, oh, we don't care about this anymore. Good luck. <laughs> Doug Keller says, "Don't be a simp to South Central, House of a Thousand <laughs> Simps." Simp is the warmest color. Ooh, good crossover. Simpton confused. That sounds like a good Ooh, one. I yeah. like that one. And finally, the simp of Wall Street. <laughs> the simp of Wall Street. <laughs> all he's all he's doing is just getting a penny stocks. That's, that's all he's doing. Just penny stocks. Now, Joseph Bianowicz with a super massive super chat that says, Hey, Jeff, buy a bottle on me. I understand your pain. My Buffalo Jeff rides horses with Sigourney Weaver's heads on them and Dion's dreams of dark fate. Party boob! Wow, that was... um That was multiple shots across Ooh, the bow. I, yeah, I'm about to Ooh. say, you freaking mentioned Jeff, but take all shots at me, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a little rough. Yeah. Well, this gets rougher. If you ever talk about Sigourney again. No, 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 no. Hell no. We're going to have a great Halloween, Dion, you and my... No, you no, are my old don't, don't open the throat. No. No. That should be, that, that should be, that should be our trailer. Buffalo Jeff, Halloween. Mm. Oh, Jesus. It's just Dion trying to track him down in Halloween. It's like, the night he kills, you know, all his victims, right. it's Halloween night. Yeah, I've been looking for him ever since he took my Sigourney. He, he just keeps doing that same fucking speak, Dr. Loomis speech over and over again. He had the blackest eyes. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, Buffalo Jeff. Oh. <laughs> but it says, but it says his profile on Arthur Brown. You know what I mean, goddammit. <laughs> Rob Brantz says, forget current virus. They copied from Metal Gear Solid. Oh. Uh, what is the name of that virus in Metal Gear Solid? Well, they, they, also, really... they also they also copied from uh, Hobbs and Shaw because that was the same premise of Hobbs and Shaw. It's like this nanovirus that can uh, you know DNA whatever and you know do that thing. It's like that was the exact same premise of that movie too. Oh, Nick, thank you for reminding me. I tried to watch Hobbs and Shaw as well as Fast Nine this weekend on the plane. Turned yeah. them both off. Really, dude? I I fucking love Hobbs and Shaw. I, it's funny as hell. I uh, I own it, man. I love it. I figured out why I love The Rock, The Wrestler, but I hate the like the Dwayne Johnson movie characters because The Rock, The Wrestler. You see Jungle Cruise? No, <laughs> it's, good? it's fun. It's it's fun. Okay. I, we we Diane, Hillary, and I, and the boys are gonna are gonna burn through all the uh, Fast and Furious movies that we haven't seen yet. But Jungle Cruise, Hillary and I went and saw it. Uh, it it was fun. It's a fun, silly ass movie, and he's actually really good in it. So I. That may at least be one of like three rock movies that you'll enjoy. Because I love the Jumanji movies. Like, yep. oh, yeah. Were, oh yeah, he was good in that. My thing is though, when he like Hobbs and Shaw, they try to show him as this like relatable everyman. Oh, I, my daughter, and I'm gonna take her to breakfast. Oh shit, they try to humanize him too much. He's always been like this 
larger than life presence. And so I always liked that. I don't really like following the rock around as a, you know, Oh, as a dad or going to soccer games or your Samoan heritage. It's like, let me watch you punch Triple H in the face again. You don't, you don't, you mean to tell me that you don't like that Roman Reigns was his cousin in Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. He had, he had two lines in that whole fucking movie. That's one too, was, too many. hey, welcome home. Another was, ooh, ah! Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. That's, that's the only thing. Believe that. I don't. Yeah. I don't either. <laughs> but, but you will, you will get to see Dwayne wrestle again. At WrestleMania, when he loses to Roman Reigns. Oh, God. Good. I get to go watch The Rock wrestle again in person and lose the title again. I am holding out hope that it's not going to be The Rock, but it doesn't Dude, look like you know it. That's what, you know that's what Vince wants. He sits there furiously pounding away on himself thinking about Rock <laughs> and Roman Reigns. Listen, I will admit, I do like <laughs> heel Roman. I'll admit that. Is that it? I believe that. I believe that. Oh, He's acknowledging him. Kendo, I'll bet you 20 bucks if The Rock fights Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, The Rock will win. Not because it's He's, a fan yeah, thing. I'm agreeing. Because yep. The Rock has never won the title at WrestleMania. If you look at the list of things to sell as The Rock, like you literally have one thing left to sell. The Rock winning the belt at the biggest show, and then he can retire. Because he's done everything else. Royal Rumble, multiple-time world champs, all that shit. So from a story point, what else could you bring him back for just for one more match with Roman? This has got to be the ultimate retirement, and it's a family member. You know that dude's family first. Fuck, I'll press the button for him in a minute. But that's my guess. WrestleMania 32 or whatever the fuck it's going to be, or three, or we at 34 already. Fuck. Dude, we were at yeah, we're, we're at well past 33. Oh, shit, we went to WrestleMania 34. Um, where are we yeah, at? We went to <laughs> yeah, we WrestleMania 34 was 30, in New Orleans. This is 39, we were all right? there. Uh, be 38, I think. Yeah, it's eight or nine. Jesus Christ, dude. WrestleMania we 40 is 30. crazy. 30 was my first one, dude. Yeah, I remember. 34 dude, was, was New Orleans, 35 was New York. New York, yeah. And 36 was supposed to be in Tampa Bay, but it was at Performance Center Mania. And then they yep. stayed in, in Tampa Bay for 37, so it's to be 38. Yeah. And I will bet you that twenty dollars because I think that's what's going to happen. Ooh, deal! I would. Uh, I will. I'm going to go to WrestleMania. So if you guys want to go on the trip part, awesome. Maybe not. But when we do see each other after that match, there'll be a crisp twenty exchanging hands. I don't know which direction it's going to go in, but you're broke. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want a twenty. I want twenty singles. Oh, oh! Small unmarked bills. <laughs> I'm just gonna mushroom stamp every save, dollar. Save that for when Mania <laughs> is in Vegas. Two rolls of quarters, please. Two rolls of quarters. <laughs> One ah, free train. Somebody's getting a concussion. Oh my god! <laughs> I know we talked about it last week, but every time I think of coins, I think of Batman killing Two Face. He took advantage of a guy with psychosis. Fuck you, Batman. <laughs> hey, Harvey, you're a two mind. You're a two mind about everything. Chat are mentally uh, disturbed people. Okay. Well, no, no, his face is just burned with acid, and it seeped into his brain. He's fine. It's not a big deal. It's okay. I wanted a movie called Batman Retired. That would have been a fun movie. Batman Retired. What was supposed to be the name of the one after Batman and Robin? It was it was like Batman All Eternal, Time right? or some shit? I think Eternal, right? 
I think I know. I think yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, I think Batman Eternal was a book. Sorry, um, Batman <laughs> retired. Bad. He just he just gets up every morning and goes and visits. Should have called it Batman Hang Time and had a crossover with Michael Jordan. It was the late nineties. It would have still worked. <laughs> yeah, it would have been sweet. Yeah. Oh my god, I fucking watched it. Did you watch the Ninja Turtles Batman crossover? I have not. I did. I it's so. actually it's actually really good. fun. Yeah, it's actually really good. Yeah, the, his fight with Shredder is awesome, and then at the end, it's um, Bat. Uh, shit, how do they end it? Batman fights. Fuck, because it's like Leo fights um, Rache, and then Batman actually beats. I can't remember off the top of my head, but like the first time that Batman and Shredder fight, like Shredder fucking kills one of the foot ninjas. And they're fighting. They beat the shit out of each other. It's a. It's actually really fucking cool. Yeah, and then Batman eats pizza in the end, which is kind yep. of funny. Yeah. Is that allowed on his diet? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> listen, allowed, listen, listen. Just... It's his cheat day. It's fine. Okay. Right, yeah, dude. He's being a good <laughs> guest. <laughs> <laughs> Looking weird. That's the Tyler Durden version of Jeff. That's not Buffalo. Know, right? That's Tyler Durden. Flashes oh, in and flashes out real quick. Did you say Ninja Turtles and Batman? I'm in and out. You said my trigger words. Batman. Triumphant. Yes. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It was triumphant. Thank you. Wasn't that the one where Harley Quinn was supposed to be the villain and the Joker was dead but, like, going to come back or something because it was her father? That was the fucking twist in the new that version? Like, I'm pretty sure that was the script. It was, yeah, I know Harley was supposed to be in it. It was supposed to be Harley and someone else. And I want to, I can't, I think, yeah, I can't remember who the other one was, but they were going to do the double up thing again. And it was going to be Harley and another villain. And then obviously, you know, he couldn't get the script okayed. And, you know, they reset. Here we go. Uh, Batman Triumphant, explaining the sequel that never happened. With the double bill of 1995's Batman Forever and 97's Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher completely rewrote the rulebook for what Batman movies could be, following on from the gothic brilliance of Tim Burton. In line with Warner Brothers' wishes, Schumacher veered the franchise into family-friendly toy-selling fare and earned a fair wad of box office dollars as a result. Uh, before Batman and Robin had been even released, Warner Brothers was hoping that Schumacher would come back and direct his third Batman movie, the fifth one in the franchise overall. They planned to get it in cinemas during 1999. So uh, let's see. Who would have come back? It would have been Batman Triumphant uh, would have been the moniker. Here's everything we know about the movie. So who would have come back? Uh, let's see. Anything about George Clooney? Hopefully not. But the villains were supposed to be um, Scarecrow. Hmm. Nicholas mm. Cage. Yeah, Nicholas Cage as Scarecrow in 1990. Whatever. Oh, that would work. Yeah, that would work. That would work. I agree. God damn it. We missed that big time. And then Warner Brothers. Okay, so here we go. Scarecrow would develop a sphere toxin with his plan being on plan being to use it on Batman slash Bruce Wayne uh, to turn him insane and get him locked up in Arkham Asylum. Batman's time under the influence of the toxin was intended to culminate in a show-stopping cameo-filled hallucination sequence. Warner Brothers wanted to bring back Danny DeVito's Penguin, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman, Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face, Jim Carrey's Riddler for this Batman freakout scene, leading to a final confrontation with who else? Jack Nicholson's Joker. Whether you like Schumacher's Bat films or not, it's hard to think that this film that would have been fucking cool. So that would have been cool as fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that'd been awesome, man. Been great. 
Well, we can lament. That explains why he was uh, fast tracked to be Superman because they they had him tabbed to be Scarecrow. So that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or Batman hang time. Either both would have been Batman hang time. (laughs) Batman playing basketball with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That's how I spend my Saturdays. Batman (laughs) hang time. The only thing that Batman hasn't done: the NBA Finals. Dude, it's Batman and somebody else. It's essentially like NBA Hang Time, the arcade game, where it's Batman and somebody else teaming up to take on all the uh, the villains in Gotham in a two v two. Tell me you wouldn't watch that for two hours. <laughs> that would be that would be so entertaining. That'd be ridiculously entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> all right, it's so, so it's, it's so yeah, it's 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 so absurd that it would have to work. Tell me that wouldn't be. I would have loved it. Yeah, but if it was George Clooney playing Batman, that would have not been good. Nah, they had to get somebody else to play Batman. They, oh no, what they do is they get John Stockton to play Batman, and Carl Malone is the guy he picks. So there you go. <laughs> because it would have been the late nineties. That'd have been about the time that they were, you know, really big. Well, ninety nine. You know, you you know, I I'd be hard pressed that they didn't bring Val Kilmer back. After George Clooney, I would have still watched that. That would have been that yeah. would have been weird, dude. Because. Nobody ever came back to play Batman. Right. Except Michael Keaton now. So let's keep reading some of these. We're going to talk about Dave Chappelle because this is a shit storm starting to happen right now. Joseph Bienowicz says the new Bond will be his daughter in 20 years. Right. The new Bond will be his daughter in a 20 year later gimmick if they plan to end this movie. I was actually going to say that. And then they didn't want to put the energy out in the world. But thanks for that. I don't Don't worry. It's not going to be a woman. Matilda Bond. <laughs> Matilda Bond. Now, guys, I do have good news for you. I didn't say this part, but if you do stay through the credits, it does say James Bond will return at the very end of the movie. Oh, not not, not Bond will return or 007 will return. It says James Bond will return. It, it does. It says James Bond will return. Okay, in very that's big letters. Okay, that's a little bit of hope in a in a crap sandwich, but we'll see what happens. Telling you, so it's, it's a reset, baby. This is a hard it's, reset. It's a hucklebuck. Don't trust it. Yep. It is just Nick, for this, this is for a shit to, sandwich with cheese. It's just for you to go, oh, yeah, he's going to be back. See, he's not really dead. And then in five years, oh, yeah, he did die. And here's your new James Bond. They like money. And they know that th- this isn't going to make a bunch of money. So they're not going to fuck around. And then this is the bond that we get for Daniel Craig. And then they're not, they're going to fucking go... CW on the shit and then just revamp shit. They're not they're not that crazy. They want money. They need money. They have to make money. And they, you know, if the reshoots prove anything, you know, money weighs a hell of a lot more in your pocket than your, your pocket than ideals. And listen, they're gonna yep. hopefully we'll see. I'm not saying that it's gonna be good, but you know, announcing that they're gonna look for Bond in 2022. You know, not neutering him completely in this movie outside of fucking obviously pulling the cord. They're not. They're not going to have what's her name be bought. It's just not going to happen. They're not that well, fucking stupid. Well, 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 Jeff, you're you're out there in California. You, you you know some people. Make make some calls and get to get a get a meeting with Barbara Broccoli and you know pitch, pitch some ideas, man. Is it going to be pitch some ideas or just be like, listen, lady, you got to fix it? Actually, no, yeah. I'll do it the right okay. way. Okay. <laughs> we got to go back to the future. Your listen, kids are dicks. Listen, 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 Jeff. You're a big guy. You can't just all of a sudden be aggressive. You have to be, you know. Yeah. 
you, 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 you want to be able to get a few words in before they hit the security button. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you at least you at least want to, you know. Yeah, I'll just bring our lawyer. That's right. Well, obviously, obviously, that's, that's going to have to happen. But I'm just saying, you know, when you get the meeting, like you know, you get you you you, you bring a lot, you, you get a lot more bees with honey than you do with shit. I'm just saying. So yeah, you, know. you can also kill a lot of bees with some raid. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> Now, it's going to be more interesting to see what they do with it, picking it back up, than uh, ending it. Because this feels, this movie feels like it's Daniel Craig getting his way. Like, you remember all the bitching he did about, I'd rather slip my own wrists and all that? Yeah. It's, the movie just feels kind of like they worked with him at every step of the way to make sure they could get one more performance out of him. So he got okay the script and all that. It just felt like it was, it played to his whims the whole time. Well, wasn't in love with it. Now, back to the audience. So, uh, TLJ Screwjob uh, says, as someone whose only Bond movie is Casino Royale, I'm even insulted for you guys. At least now I know I can stop at whatever Brosnan's last film is. Dude, if I was going to suggest it, stop it. The world is not enough. Die another day. Say, stop before that. <laughs> you want to stop before that one. For the best. Primer says, that bioweapon sounds like one of the plots from the 2016 Hitman game where either or where the Ether Biotech Corporation developed a lethal DNA-specific virus. That's the weapon. It's... Uh, and, and they even say in this movie, like, once you get the nanobots on you, they're on you forever. You can never get rid of them. And, like, Bond has them on him, and that's it. But the nanobots, like, don't kill you unless the weapon targets you, but then the weapon gets destroyed, so James Bond really has nothing to fear. He can live a life with his daughter. Like, it's... Then you start asking all these questions, man. So, 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 the, the, so then he, he, he becomes what uh, that, that movie with um, Vin Diesel, Bloodshot, or whatever, where like the Nanobots rebuild him all of a sudden because he's just that now. Maybe. That's what happens. Till just screws up. Thank you. Says they actually turned Bond into a simp. He's something else. He's not James Bond, but like, let's see what the actual definition of a simp is, because. Uh, because we'll, we'll use this one. So, simp definition. Silly or foolish person. No, that's the wrong definition. Here we go. Simp is internet slang for a term describing someone who is shows excessive sympathy and attention towards another person. Typically someone who does not reciprocate the same feelings in order to win their affection. Now, by that definition, that is not true because Madeline reciprocates the feelings. So, it doesn't really... He's just like a guy that... He's a simp for Vesper. That's what it is. That's what it is. If you want to say it's James Bond a simp, not in this movie for anything, just for Vesper Lynn, the fact that he never got over that. They also say how old she was. He got duped by a 23-year-old girl. Like, that's how dumb this James Bond is. He, like, fell in love with this 23-year-old girl who didn't have her shit together, and he let that ruin his existence for decades. What a fucking idiot. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> yeah. TLJ Screwjob says, not that I don't like Jeff's list of Bond movies, but anyway, to find the actual ranking, like on Patreon or Podbean or something. I can put that on Patreon for you guys, like a text list, if you want that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that tomorrow. Adam Wofford says, Fox die. It was the DNA-encoded virus to kill Liquid Snake, but also slowly killing Solid Snake, making him age faster. Okay. I do remember that. I didn't like that Solid Snake had all this shit to age him or make him older. Because Metal Gear Solid always felt like a series where I want to play as the main hero, but I got to play as all this other bullshit or his dad or his whoever you call your cloned father, whatever. But like, never got to play a Solid Snake outside of the first one 
and then the se- first half of the second game, which in my opinion is the best of all that shit. I don't care about, oh, I like Snake Eater enough, but I didn't care about the Phantom Pain. I don't like Old Man Solid Snake, or that's not even Solid Snake in that game. Excuse me. It's confusing. It's They all look the same, but they're not. Kojima's a genius, but he's also crazy. TLJ Screwjob says, one of two, okay, these are two. Uh, I know you guys, I know the guy playing Leon is one of Nick's racial brothers, but they couldn't find anyone who looked like Leon. Same with Claire's actress. Uh, looking like they took Ellen Ripley from a cryo chamber. Chris is the only character that looks like his actual character. That's the first comment I made, TLJ Screwjob. I was watching the trailer with Jesse. I'm like, well, Leon Kennedy looks Hispanic. That's what I thought at first. And I was like, <laughs> Nick, I'm going to show you a picture. Well, I'm not going to show you a picture, but he's a white-haired or a blonde-haired white dude. He looks more like Leonardo DiCaprio than he looks like anything else. And so I was kind of surprised by that one. But I think the Resident Evil movie is going to be a dumpster fire in the making, folks. I think it comes out in November. Why would you put a horror movie yeah, out? 24. Why would you put that oh, out? Chris, uh, yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris Redfield, the, uh, Robbie Amell. Um, yeah, I know. He's, he's been in a couple things. Um He's he's okay. I've seen him with some some stuff. He's all right. He was in the uh, the babysitter. Those two movies that Netflix did the babysitter and then the babysitter killer. That is Steve Amell's brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, good. I didn't realize that. Did you watch the show Heels? I have not heard it was awesome. I want to watch it. Really good. I shit you not. I had stars on Hulu for like a year, and then I canceled it, and then I found out Heels was coming out, but it was too. I like. Didn't care anymore. I'm like, well, I already canceled it. Now I regret not having it. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I love shit about wrestling. It's fun. Listen, man, yeah. people, people, everyone loves the shit on it until they watch something about it. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, no shit. Maybe if you actually watch it, you'll get why everybody else digs it. Yeah. And then this is a great transition one from TLJ Screwjob. Is it weird that I find the sleeping bag scene in Friday the 13th less gruesome than Catwoman's countdown in returns? Can't rewatch because of that count. Now, that's the part where she claws the dude's face, right? <clears throat> yeah. No, uh, yeah. Because I uh, don't like Batman Returns, but I'm with you. The reason I talked about the perfect transition, though, TLJ Screwjob, I wanted to ask you this, Nick. Nick, have you had a chance to see the these YouTube videos where they recut in the Friday the 13th deaths into the HD footage? So you're, like, watching the movie, and then perfectly seamlessly when they would have the old footage it would come in and then disappear and it was so cool to see like friday the 13th part two you know the spear through the back yeah 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 like, that with the crunch i mean it's it's just oh man i love these kills no 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 i i haven't but i know i know um what was it it was the knoxville horror film festival i think when they did like they were doing their like like five or six years ago they had the friday the 13th like weekend and they showed those movies and they showed somebody who had somebody actually took those two cuts and made a like ultimate cut of it and that's what they showed that uh, during that day and i was like because ah, i remember watching i was like oh i don't remember these parts and then you know the guy came up and said oh yeah somebody you know took the edit deleted scenes and popped them in i'm just like they did an amazing job because you can't really tell where the edit is and like you the the, the um the you know it was just seamless it was really good but yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm down for shit like that man that's that's fun though yeah i mean i'm always and, and like i know some of the footage is like Lost Forever or, or on like a VHS copy where they just can't, um, you know, pull the quality out. But I mean, you know, it's yeah, it's, it's always going to have this. Stuff. I know, I, I know the MPAA got got really hard on them over the years and just really like nailed them to the ground to the point where like you could almost do you, you can't do anything almost for like the second half of the series. It was it was bad. It was it was neat seeing the the spear through the back 
and a couple other things. But they keep telling us a lot of this footage is missing, but then it pops up for these anniversaries or these box sets. I'm pretty sure all that footage I'm talking about is on your box set. It probably is, man. I got I'll, I'll go look at it. I might I might uh, I know I might I might get uh get bored and you know make my make my own ultimate cut and you know give it to you guys or whatever. We'll see. Ooh, I would watch it in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah man. I think when I have the free time, I'm going to sit down and edit my own version of Star Wars, the original one, not, you know, the new shit. Because basically what I want is Star Wars, the original cut through up till the Battle of Yavin, essentially. And then I just want the recut Battle of Yavin because I do like that one. Other than that, it's that's the Jeff Hicks edit. It's going to be weird, but one day it'll be out there. All right, so here we are. Tonight's one of those shows where we have a double main event. Kendo, what's a great wrestling pay-per-view that had a double main event? Uh, WrestleMania 10. Sure. I mean, they. Uh, I mean, every WrestleMania's got like 18 main events now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every match is a main event according to Vince, right? It's such good shit. But mm-hmm. We'll talk more about wrestling towards the end, but... Dave Chappelle is, you know, he's back in the news. And, well, I watched the special, and let's start talking about it. So, Dion, Dave Chappelle, where does he sit with you in terms of stand-up comedians? Specifically with me? I mean, he's he's in my top five, easily. Easily. Who else you got? I mean, Eddie Murphy, obviously. Norm McDonald's up there. Um, you know, uh recently you know theo vaughn is up there um you know and then you know some 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 classics you know richard pryor you know richard pryor is is he's the, the man. fucking man yeah and i, 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 I have Chappelle up there in the same i have him in the same breath as richard pryor and eddie murphy i would too um that's how uh you know how great he is we're we were lucky that we grew up with Chappelle's show and all that awesome stuff. He he really does live up to you know the hype, in my opinion. Nick, mm-hmm. what do you think of Dave Chappelle? <clears throat> oh no, no, definitely, definitely the top, definitely the top, the top of the list, man. Um, uh, I mean, like you know, at, at the beginning of his career, I thought he was okay, even with the Chappelle show. I love Chappelle show. Then he kind of fell off, but I mean, he's kind of you know come back hard and strong, and yeah, man, he's he's up there. I love him. Kendo. Oh yeah, top five easily. Um, I mean, just the stuff that he does and says, and I mean, top five, probably the only person I'd put above him would be Eddie Murphy, uh, Pryor, Norm, and let's throw Gilbert Godfrey on the list. I fucking love Gilbert. (laughs) By the way, yeah, WTF viewer, uh, Carlin, uh, Bill Hicks would be on my list for sure. Love those two. Carlin, Carlin's missed. So is Bill Hicks. Uh, Yeah, he was unfortunately short. Carlin's up there as well. Yeah, George Crowley easily up there. Yeah, dude. I miss my Uncle Bill. I wouldn't put Bill Hicks in top five, but Bill Hicks is fucking awesome. Yeah, he is. All right, Pete. I, was, I wasn't a fan of his and when he was alive because I was a little kid, but I discovered him through I think it was Bravo. They did like a series on him in the early 2000s, and I caught that. And it was one of those things. Like in the early 2000s, late 90s, they would do these E! True Hollywood stories or these documentaries on all these these celebrities, these dead ones. And by the end of it, you become a fan and you're like, well, shit, I can't be a fan. Now they passed away. There's no new content. But that was Bill Hicks for me. I remember watching this documentary about him and I was like, man, this is kind of sad. But I like him. He's funny. 
Really fucking. He's funny. awesome. I remember, you know, my, my mom had a Sirius XM for a while, and the, one of the channels we listened to all the time was was the stand up channels, you know. And Bill Hicks was also, you know, you know, my parents mistakenly let my sister and I listen to to adult level shit, you know, in terms of stand up comedians, and he was always up there, man. You know, I was I always thought that Bill Hicks was the b-side of like a bernie mac like i fucking i thoroughly love bill hicks i mean that dude is hilarious so he's i mean like i said he's not top top five but dude is definitely top 15 possibly uh you know possibly top 10 don't get me wrong we love ronnie danger dangerfield is the fucking man don't worry oh, Adam, yeah. Yeah, you would oh, never no, no, say no, no dude he's he good gets too. all he's the fucking man you know him and don are 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 for sure up there they're high as shit don't worry we're not we're not saying that sam kinnison's awesome you know he was so many you know, so many he liked ones. being the shock jock that's the only that's what keeps him out of like top five contention is that but kinnison's the yep. man too and yep, r.i.p yep. paul mooney baby yeah yeah we lost him recently um but yeah um what was it what was the other ones you said like what was it? Uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. I remember he did. Um, well, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't summer school, was it? It was back to school. Back to school. Yeah, back, back to school. school. Yeah, yeah. The triple Lindig. Yeah, that, that's the one I remember, <laughs> man. I fucking love that movie. It's it's ridiculous. I love it. There's a place by me. Well, back in Cincinnati, that had a cheeseburger called the Triple Lindy Burger. <laughs> mm. That's awesome. Dan used to get it all the time because they had a fried egg. But let's talk about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is facing allegations of transphobia and homophobia over remarks in his Netflix special, The Closer. The special, his sixth and last for now with Netflix, uh, came out Tuesday and immediately sparked backlash, including from GLAAD, the National Black Justice Coalition, for jokes directed at the LGBTQ community, specifically trans people. At the show recorded at the Fillmore in Detroit in August, Chappelle, who has, a long, who has long been criticized for remarks about LGBTQ people, stirred things up by making comments like, gender is a fact, every human being in this room uh, on earth had to pass through the legs of a woman to be on earth. That's a fact. He went on to make fun of the genitalia of trans women. So this article clearly likes to, like I said, I watched this. I did watch it because I wanted to get the sense because I'm a Dave Chappelle fan. I'm a comedy fan. And I noticed that they like to pick little bits here and there about yep. a lot of stuff. Yep. So the first thing I heard in terms of the outrage, people kept going on about, uh, what he said about the oh, baby, and he said the baby uh, got canceled because you know what he said about gay people, but he shot somebody in a Walmart and you know couldn't get in trouble for that. And that was the first joke that I remember people taking you know umbrage with. And we watched it, and he said his piece, and we kind of chuckled, and we laughed at some parts. And he just he delivered a comedy special that was one part comedy, and one part just oration. And what I mean by that is, yeah, comedy is technically oration, but he just, he spoke. Uh, he told a story at the end, a surprisingly sad story from Dave Chappelle. Like, when you think of how Dave Chappelle would close out his career, uh, this isn't it. Like, it was a cool ending, but, like, if this is the end of Dave Chappelle, that's not a bad thing. Because this whole stand-up special wasn't necessarily to be a stand-up comedy special, but to really poke at certain things that are unbalanced in society right now and i wish a lot of the people that have you know they take offense with this special would at least wait till the last joke because the whole special in, a, in essence is one long build-up to just one punchline and so all the offensive and quotation mark shit that people are getting up in arms with if you could wait and get to the last 
couple of lines that he says before the thing closes out, you go, oh, that's what he's trying to say. If you agree with it, if you don't agree with it, whatever, but he's making a point. And at times, I think he makes good points. Dave Chappelle is one of my favorites. I think he's an important guy to society because he's the mirror that we hold up and uncomfortable at times because the image of society isn't beautiful all the time. I'd say we live in an ugly era, and it's nothing to do with the actual look of people. It's an ugly era. Everyone is at each other's throats. People are angrier than ever. The internet has changed everything. Everyone has this voice now, and they're pissed off. And we found ways to manipulate, and it's all us, them, this, that. It's ugly. And so I enjoyed what I watched, and I don't think Dave Chappelle um, should be canceled. What do you guys think of Dave Chappelle in general, some of these uh, talks? Are the points they're talking about? Listen, I I, I haven't seen it yet. I, I definitely am planning on watching. I watched the other two. You know, I loved was it Sticks and Stones because yes, the reaction was exactly the content that he was making jokes about. Um, at the same time, obviously, I'm going to wait to watch it before I have a uh, a a objective opinion in regards to what people are saying. At the same time, I you know. The reason why he is so high on my list is because, one, he's a product of his time. Like so many comedians, and and obviously comedians, their voice changes because it is, in terms of entertainment, you know, especially from from where I sit as a consumer, it's the hardest job in in entertainment. It's it's not pretending to be somebody else. It's not um, voicing a story. It's you're trying to make people laugh on command. And you're trying to make everybody laugh at the same thing, and especially depending on the venue, there are, there are, there are instances where people are making tens of thousands of people laugh at one fucking time, and that's fucking hard. That being said, piggybacking off what of 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 what you mentioned, you know, it is fucking hard out there i mean obviously with since 2016 one of the greatest bits i had ever heard was yo if if you know <laughs> when trump stops being president a lot of people are gonna have to write new material you know <laughs> and that was 100 right and here you are again you know dave Chappelle comes back from essentially exile self-imposed exile and there's this idea that he was going to be different than what he was when he left you know People agreed with him somewhat, and that's why Chappelle's show was so awesome. But it's a lot different when that person returns and they don't agree with everything you feel. And I think that's what we're seeing now. And don't get me wrong, based on – because I think I read the Yahoo article. um, People aren't going to fucking be uh, (laughs) – yeah, coffin nails. People aren't going – you know, comedian isn't to be the person that everyone agrees with. You know, you have a person that has a mindset or an observation or a bit, and then it makes you laugh. You don't have to agree with it. And I, and we're just at this weird place in the zeitgeist where so many people want to have a comedian that everyone likes that agrees with everybody or agrees with them specifically. And that's just not how it fucking works. No, it's not how this works. And to use Twitter as the benchmark or to use the internet as the benchmark or to use, hey, this group right now is the flavor of the month. It's the topic of what we're going through 
a huge part of what we're going through. If this one group that's the flavor of the month doesn't like it, well, that that must mean it's bad. And that's not how these things work, especially in comedy. You know, they're they're you know, what well, do you, people love to talk about prior? What do you think Richard Pryor would be making jokes about right now? Or Eddie Murphy, you know? Yeah. And it's and it's just so hard to 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 swallow people. Dave Chappelle comes back and he has a thing with Netflix and he makes some jokes that make you uncomfortable and all of a sudden you want to cancel them. And it's like, listen, you know, did you did you listen to all of them or are you just responding to faceless people on clickbaity news site? And it's just frustrating. It's very frustrating. And like I said, I'll, I'm going to reserve judgment until I watch it. But again, you know, I saw him when I saw him right before he came back for Netflix. He was in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and my sister and I went. Wait, you and didn't he see was still alive? Yeah, man. Oh, damn, oh, dude. Never told me that. <laughs> when he was, yeah, man. One of these days, especially when we when we watch Halloween, if Diane is watching it with us, we'll we'll do a quick story about it. But that was when he was taking. You know, everyone had to put their cell phones in those security pouches before the shows because he didn't want any shit getting out on the internet. And yeah, he was at he was at the hall in Kalamazoo, and it was awesome, and it was hilarious. You know, one joke was, you know, sometimes I like imagining what uh gay guys who are married answer the phone as and he just goes no ring hello and that was hilarious like the context <laughs> of that joke is funny you know so it's just it's just difficult you know i i wouldn't be surprised if the everyone that was tweeting about it from glad and from and from all these other sites didn't either watch it the whole way or they watched it with a specific bias. And it's just well, like, yo, like, what are you watching it for? Are you watching it to critique it from your point of view? Or are you watching it to laugh? And it's just, you know, it's it's just weird, man. It's it's a it's a weird time to be alive. It is, you know, and it, and in a decade, everyone's gonna look back on this and just fucking be like, damn, we were going through some shit. Well, listen to this. NBC slammed for Dave Chappelle hit piece relying on three random tweets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what outrage culture is, folks. Oh we want to talk God. about, you know, this and that and justice and all this other shit. The news goes for the outrage from three fucking tweets. NBC, come on now, I they don't we give a shit. Thing. Yeah, dude, nobody's nobody's watching nobody's watching their shit anymore. That's why they needed they need to you know pick up the clickbait and have yes. to pay for their crap. And that's that's yeah. you know that's what it is, man. And also, what is it? I remember watching Six and Stones. Remember they're they're being the same problem with Six and Stones as well. And I was just like, really? What? That's crazy. And I, I watched it. Yeah. And um, you know, I let I let, I let the credits run, and then it had a little like black and white thing at the end of it for the last fifteen. Like, like it had a fifteen minute thing at the end of it that nobody you had to you had to like let it just sit there, and you had to know somebody who told you to like sit there at the end to watch another segment that was part of it. And he goes into his jokes and the people he interacted with, and like he talked to um like a trans woman who was doing comedy and tried you know to mm-hmm. talk to her, you know into it and like trying to do it and this and the other. And he was and he sounded friendly to her. He didn't give her shit. You know. Oh, you know that story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 at the end of Six and Stones. Like, there's a little segment that's on the on the end of it for Netflix. It's weird. Like, he goes into mm-hmm. personal stories and things like that about you know doing doing stuff. And that's one of the things that he um he talks about. Well, that's what he closes this new special out with. Oh, okay. he tells the full story, and it's yeah, it's not really funny, but that's the point. And the whole point of this is, you know, he's been called transphobic, this, that, and the other, but then he tells this story about. Uh, his friend Daphne and Daphne Dorman. And it's an awesome story. And now Daphne's family is, you know, speaking up. Yeah. Uh, from what we're back for, at yeah. Dave Chappelle. And yeah. Dave Chappelle, here's the this is what he did. 
for Daphne, you find out uh, when when Dave found out that Daphne had killed herself, he calls he gets a phone call from Anderson Cooper just out of the blue or whatever. But he ends up getting all the information and ends up setting this uh, woman's daughter up with uh, a trust fund and wants to take care of uh, the daughter. But it's really fucking funny because he goes, "I'm gonna I hope I live till she's 21." So I can give her the money myself and say, your father was a hell of a woman. Like, it's a fucking setup for a big joke like that. But that's, but that's crazy because, you know, and, and, and looking back, you know, we're in our fucking 30s now, right? So, yeah. and Kendall, I definitely want you to jump in on this one. Like, our generation, you know, at the time, we thought was the true pure blood product of the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, right? So we had all this crazy shit happen, so we're assuming our generation, at the very least, learns how to take a joke. So you have, you know, and you look at this fucking podcast, like, you know, you know, my family, you know, and to, 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 to use a bit here, my family had some of the blackest motherfuckers on the planet. And Jeff's family, <laughs> Jeff right has a fucking... Night? Yeah, and <laughs> Jeff has this goddamn crazy ass TV show origin story, and Nick is this fucking, you know, this goofy, not what you would assume motherfucker from Tennessee. And then you got Kendo fucking Slice, who has a fucking, you know, almost the god. He has his own TV show origin story shit where he ends up on a goddamn show with a bunch of dudes that he doesn't fucking know, and and then things take off from there. So so we would think like, okay, we in terms of having a show about talking about popular culture, you know, we we would think that our generation is made up of motherfuckers like us where we can take a joke. That's hilarious. They're like, I can tell your dad. I'm a comedian. I'm a world famous comedian. I have my own show. Your dad was one hell of a woman. That is fucking. That's legendary shit. Yeah, that's, that is. Yeah, that's gold. That is, especially if your dad, you know, or in this case, you know, your, your you know, your dad went through some some changes. Is a hmm. was a, was also a comedian. Like that's that's not just funny to us. That's a joke that's meant for her. Literally, when she turns twenty one. That's deep shit. Yeah. You know, we we had, you know, when we were growing up, we had, you know, and Jeff and I, the, when we f fucking were able to hang out uh, for 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 New Year's, we rewatched Raw, and part of it was we're watching this thing that we had both talked about that we both fucking love, and it's like, damn, that wouldn't be so popular today because of the content material, but it's fucking hilarious. Eddie Murphy joking about fucking. Brooke Shields, <laughs> like that's and making oh, fun God, of Mr. Yeah, Brooke T. Brooke would have got fucked. Yeah, mm -hmm. Brooke would have got fucked that night. Y'all know. <laughs> and making fun of Eddie Murphy. You know, God, and it's yeah. just, it's just like that's the fact that people don't recognize that joke. You, man, your dad was one hell of a woman. Like that's that that's criminal to not appreciate that. That's criminal to us. To our generation, even you know, generate maybe a few people that are at the end of our generation. Like you would think that we would learn to take a joke, and shit like what Yahoo put out is just proof positive that no, they we're still in that place where people can't take a joke. You don't have to agree with it to be funny. God damn, and like that's to to hear that that's the joke, and that people are not laughing at that. 
Well, people are upset that. And then there is a part that he, one of his biggest sticking points, which is when the homophobic comment comes up, he's trying to make a point that you can be gay, but if you're white, you can like gay people can be racist is all he's trying to make the point of. And like, that's, I guess that's what's triggering all the people too. you need to use all the buzzwords. Like I watched the thing, man, if it wasn't a slow news cycle or there was real shit going on in the world, Dave Chappelle would have dropped the special six people on Twitter would have got offended and we wouldn't have been talking about this. Well, I mean, well, I mean, there was, there was backlash for sticks and stuff as well. And like you heard a week week, week or two later after that, like Netflix was like, Oh, we're going to slow down on, you know, on, uh, on comedy. And then Amazon's like, well, we're going to pick up. And uh, it was just kind of like, Oh, okay. Dave Chappelle did it. And it's like, all this is doing, and I, I kind of love the news cycle right now because all it's doing is perpetuating people to like watch this right now and give it views, right? And and, and, and have it come to the top of you know the top ten in U.S. and Netflix. Yeah. All that's all it's doing. It's that's so all it's doing. weird. And I even I even looked up the Rotten Tomato score for this for this special. Um, uh-huh. Just yeah, it, I know it's Rotten Tomatoes. Take it with a grain of salt, obviously. Uh, Two hundred and fifty plus ratings on the audience score is ninety six. There is no score for the uh, tomato or the the critic score. There's no critic score yet. Just so you know. Hmm. Yeah, because so, once again, okay, this so I want to hear what you. I want to hear what you think, man. Like, especially being the oldest of us, like that's just like. Do you understand? Like, are you like? Do you get what I'm saying, man? Like, it's just, it's just we're such in a weird place. Like, you would think that the the people that are writing this shit are our age. Dion has absolutely no idea what he's talking about. And I, uh, <laughs> no, no, I get what he's saying. And here's the thing. Comedy is not supposed to be politically correct. Comedy is not supposed to be safe. The best comedians weren't the ones that came out there and told, you know, shitty dad jokes. Well, okay, Norm did, but that's, he was different. <laughs> but that's the thing is you, you if you take away anything and everything comedians can joke about and make fun of, what's left right there's literally nothing left and the fact that you could, would have to come out and say oh this group is protected from being made fun of okay well then what groups are being allowed to be made fun of Amer- apparently it, eventually it's just going to get narrowed down to where all you can do is make fun of like old white dudes and i don't know jeeps or something i don't know <laughs> but that's where it's going to go if you start ticking boxes of can't say things about these people. Can't say things about these people. You can't make jokes about this. You can't make jokes about that. Well, that's the thing is comedy supposed to exist in a realm where they say things that are a bit shocking and everything just to, you know, bring that to the surface and to say, hey, let's have a conversation about X, Y, and Z. So political correctness run amok will ruin comedy. Political correctness has ruined comedy to an extent. And if people go out and cancel Dave Chappelle because of it, then you're just proving his point. Yep. Yeah. And the fact that we as a society are so beholden to a minority of people on social media tells you an awful lot about the problems that we're having. Because I guarantee you, if you were to go through and pull just about everybody in this country say you weren't we were going to get the opinions of all 375 million or whatever the hell we have now i guarantee you it would be like 98 percent would be like no that's okay he can you can make those jokes so it's like what why why are we just you know going to the mob that just bays for blood every time something gets said that they don't like i mean people are going to have different points of views that's the problem that's one of the problems that we have this in this day and age is that we were 
we were you you were taught the whole concept of agree to disagree. Now it's agree with me or I will beat you to death because you should not have a different viewpoint than I am because I'm right. That's the problem. That is the problem we have. And then you've got people that go online, they will make their point, and because they've blocked and muted and gotten rid of everybody that disagrees with them that they know, they have nothing but an echo chamber. chamber, And all that does is just fan the flames of their fervor. And I mean, political correctness nowadays run amok is kind of its own like little cult and religion. Like wokeness is, is, is like that, that's, that's the cult. That's the religion nowadays, the religion of woke PC culture. And when all you have is people's, you know, hanging out with you on your social medias, backing up everything you're saying and who you're calling out and what crusade you're on nowadays. That's the problem. No, no one, no one can take a joke anymore and no one can even stand here and somebody have a different opinion than them and actually having a conversation about it. It's immediately go to the knives. Well fucking said. I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm not all dick jokes and stupid shit. You know, every <laughs> once in a while I, I, I got a nugget or two that, you know, I can bust out every now and then, but you know, fuck shit, titty piss there back to normal. Okay, there you go. Now right, you're back right, on right, brand right, Kendo. Right. <laughs> well, even like, you know, talking, talking about comedy, I remember when, uh, I was in California, Jeff, and what we went to the comedy store. And we were sitting like dead center in the stage. Remember? Oh yeah. And uh, and every now and a comedian would come and be like, "Hey man, what you know? What what, what are you? What are you?" And it would be like, you know, every every now and again, be like, "Remember the one white lady did it?" And I was like, oh, "I'm you know I'm Indian." She's like, "Dot or feather?" I was like, "Dot." And the people like the white group of people who were from Ohio, like next to us, kept getting offended. I was like, "The fuck is wrong with them?" Like yeah. she was doing a good job. Her she was really funny. She was you know she was great. And they just and like and like I guess they kept snickering or whatever, and you know she kept calling him out. I was just like, let her do her fucking set, man. Like, she's doing a good job. She was one of the funniest people there. She had me fucking laughing, my dude. Ass it was oh, time. dude, she did so good. But like shit like that, I mean, like it 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 got like 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 an experience like that. Like it got to her like where they were making noises or being like oh or whatever. I couldn't hear them. Where she could audibly hear them, and she was like, you know, shut the fuck up, basically. Like, I'm doing a set. I'm not. We weren't offended. We didn't say shit. We were laughing. We were getting drunk, laughing along, having a good fucking time. Yeah. Well, no also, problem. No that goddamn also speaks problem. To the problem too, where there's people out there that are like crusaders that feel that they have to get offended on other people's behalfs, and not even get so much offended, but stand up for them and fight for them too. And it's like, I don't think you realize how one stupid that makes you look. And two, you're doing nothing but like reinforcing the viewpoints you have of those people. If you're like, oh, well, they have to have somebody speak for them. No, they don't. The fact that you think they do just tells you, you know, everybody that you think that those people need to have a voice for them because they can't do it themselves. Again, well said. <laughs> oh, and, and like, and like those, yeah, those, those people, the, the woke leftists who look down on like, you know, any sort of group, I fucking hate them. I'd I'd rather I'd rather deal with a racist. At least I know that he hates me for what I look like. I can deal with that all day. But somebody who's like, oh, I need to help you because you're less than. I'm just like, I want to kill you right now. Yeah, so you, you need you need you need the help of a white person in order to better your life. No, no, you don't. They can yeah, do it on like, their own. They don't yeah, need those, us. Yeah, those those people I want I I want to choke to death and watch the life leave their eyes. You know. Well Damn. said. Yeah, just to, just just a dream of mine, you know. We'll hope hope it'll happen one day, and that's why that's why we have a lawyer. <laughs> so, in Wolfbusters, Nick also moonlights as somebody that goes around strangling leftists. I have to keep Twitter. returning videotapes. I'm just saying. 
Oh, dude, I got my new copy of American Psycho in the mail yesterday. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hold on. I'll go get it real quick. I want you to see the box. That's the whole point I bought it. Like his face peels thing. That's the box. Oh, okay. That's okay. Excellent. That's interesting. <laughs> Talk about a great movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just like, it's just, it's just frustrating. You know, I think overall to that point, you know, it's, 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 it's the, the disease of non restraint. You know, the, you know, people don't have their restraint to say, you know what? I don't have to talk about this. Where it's like, there, there are moments where you have to stick up for people. There are moments where you have to speak up for a minority, right? When you see, you know, someone getting jumped because they're trans and minority or whatever. That's when you should be jumping in, not online when someone's telling jokes. You know, th- that's not the time yeah, exactly, and the place. Exactly. You know, th- there's just little. Oh shit! That's good. That's awesome. <laughs> that is. Awesome. Oh wow! That is that is awesome. <laughs> that's dope as shit. Like that is really dope. God, I love that fucking movie. Um, so but good. yeah, it's just it's just that, that I feel like that's what we're dealing with with the internet too. Is you know the disease of non of not having restraint. You know this idea that I have to speak up on every instance that I see. I got to go on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and 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 TikTok now and fucking showcase how I'm not one of them. It's like you don't fucking have to do that. You don't have to virtual signal all the fucking time, you know, mm-hmm. for people, especially to do it to a guy like Dave Chappelle, who like that's the joke. That's the joke. You know, the people who are going after him and try or who tried to, you know, cancel. I don't know why I put Russell Wilson in tonight. Um, the people that tried to cancel um, Tropic Thunder, you know, and the people that were doing all this bullshit. <laughs> it's like, you know, you stand up when it's really important. Not every time is it important. Not every time is it about you being the good guy. You don't have to prove how you are the good guy. You know, it's it's just uh, it's just fucking. And again, for it to do it against a guy like Dave Chappelle, where that that's the joke, that's the true punchline, is you reacting, and people being unable to see that is what makes it so goddamn funny. You know, now you're gonna now you're gonna cancel Netflix. Now, you know, you're not you're not going after Netflix for the weird ass French movies. You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not mm-hmm. doing it then. But oh, you're doing it when Dave Chappelle, where the joke is even the sticks and stones, if you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Nick. That was one of the jokes was that he's like, I don't get all this shit. He's like, I don't understand. I wanna learn. But he's like, yo, this is this whole this whole trans thing is weird to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he he goes he goes through the you know the alphabet. And and he goes yeah. through what you what you like he goes through the, like the and it's like the fu- it's one of the funniest bits because he's like oh they're all in the car and then they pick up this yep. person and yeah this person. and uh, and like it's it, it's one of those things like I I remember watching it and hearing it it's like I was rolling laughing mm-hmm. and then and and, and, and then he one goes, of the best and, parts yeah and, mm-hmm. and and then he goes and then he goes and then and then we get to the T and the T and then he goes into that thing and I'm just like god damn dude and he he gets it all and he just yeah once again like he's trying to understand it he's trying to get it and once again this is fucking comedy like. You know, like you, sh- we should all be able to laugh at each other because that's that's how that's how we that's how we make a better world. Just laugh at each other, have a good fucking time because you know this is a short goddamn ride, people. Yeah, it's yeah, like right. the four of us in a room together. All it is is fucking ripping on each other and jokes. Oh god, yeah. dude. Oh god, all the time. All the well, time. even then, like we'll, we'll joke, and if someone makes you know a, a spicy joke, like damn, that was spicy. 
You know, what I mean? like th- like that's that's all we do in person. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like that's that's but that's part of the rub. Like we're not like, yo, you made this really saucy joke in front of just your friends. It didn't cross the line, but I'm really offended because it got near the line, and blah blah blah. blah. Like 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 now it's a you know, and people don't ha- and people you can tell who doesn't have that. You can tell who don't have those close friends that they can actually drink and make sh- and talk shit. You know, yeah, these but people. Yeah, yeah. Who, who write these articles? I guarantee you they do it themselves. I guarantee you they do it at home, but they, but they, but they got to project on the internet. They got to project. Let me write this article about Dave Chappelle and try to get internet points with the LBGTQ plus community. And it's like, yo, fucking, it's like, you know, fucking people in that community can take a joke too. You know, not everything is, you know, and, and again, it's like, you know, everybody wants to have their, I have a dream moment. It's like, Sometimes you don't get that. You're not MLK. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're just not that guy, pal. Take a fucking joke. Yeah. Should be able to. Yeah. Exactly. And like, and like yeah, and, and anybody who's met us in person, person knows who we are. Like Dr. Dr. Coffinales, Superman Adam Shahan, like any any of these guys, you know, they they know who we are in person. We're just like this. We we joke around, we have a good time, you know. It's it, it is what it is, you know. Yeah, yeah, we and like trust me, we do say a lot of uh, we do the ragging each other, we do say a lot of spicy things to each other and stuff. But I mean, you know, it's it, it you know, it's just how oh, we are. Oh, that reminds okay. me. Oh god, oh god, here it I comes. took a picture the last time we were at one of those stores. I took a picture because it made me think of you and I forgot to send it. Hang on. Uh oh <laughs> one of those one of those stores. <laughs> there it is. It was it a typhoid store? <laughs> Here it comes. Yeah, I'm waiting. Yep, there's the buzz. <laughs> you motherfucker. As soon as it popped up, I was like, hey, there. hey, that makes me think of my oh, friend. God damn it. By the way, by the way, that's a that, that, that's a shitty company. I'll send you some good shit. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Indian chef brand. <laughs> yeah. All natural. Bionco. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, we're we're in the Indian section. Sweet. Curry powder. That looks like Nick. No, it doesn't. Yeah, Why does yeah. I'll send yeah, I'll, I'll you some I'll send you some like send some proper shit. Don't worry, I'll go I'll go to the fucking Patel brothers here in Atlanta and I'll get you some proper shit. Patel brothers? That's an original name. I should you not. Actually, it, it is it is an Indian shopping complex. On, I never go there on Saturdays and Sundays because it's chock full of brown people. I swear to God. Wall to wall brown people. It 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 it, it, it smells it, it smells like body odor and like and uh, curved cologne. It's just bad. <laughs> that, yeah, man, I haven't thought about curb cologne in years. Yeah, that that's, is, like. that's a hell of a reference, sir. Yeah, yeah. Tr- no, tr- trust me. If you've, if you've been around more than more than more than four of us, and you you know what that smell is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right. And to um, think, I took those people to be Dracar Noir types. Well, yeah, the, that's you know that's the, that's the higher ups, the higher ups, you know. But you know, you you get you get a different aroma, and uh, <laughs> and somebody mixes all together in one in one area. So I'm just saying, it happens. It happens. <laughs> uh, D Day Direwolf says my choice at the time to play Leon would have been Josh Hartnett. He talk about somebody that fell off the cliff. Yeah, yeah. Man. I think yeah, he made dude. a comeback though. Yeah, he made some like small, uh, you know, noir indie film that was a cool like, like Western kung fu type of flick, you know. And other than that, he's been like doing little shit. But I'm like, God damn, man, that dude was gonna be huge. Oh, here's what he said in 2021 
Why did Josh Hartnett quit acting? According to Hartnett, he never really left the movie business, but just adapted to the demands of more prep- pressing issues. Um, he says, I didn't take any major hiatus that were planned. I just me. had kids. Yeah. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's code for my agent wasn't getting any offers. Yeah, I was about to say pressing matters. Like, did you just like, I mean, oh, kids? That's that's an odd. Okay, sure. There's a lot of people sure. in Hollywood with kids. Yeah, a lot. And, just, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of them shouldn't. They should make Pearl Harbor 2 and let Josh Hartnett really regain his thunder. I'm not sure how you can make <laughs> oh, a yeah. sequel to that movie. <laughs> that's what he right. needs, Pearl Harbor 2. Yeah, it's still sure still written and written by, 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 by Michael Bay. <laughs> that's what we need. Oh, Dude, don't there give him any ideas. I think he's probably sitting there right now thinking, I can make a Pearl Harbor 2. You know, story about what happened afterwards. It's like, yeah, that was Midway. And then Guadalcanal and <laughs> Thin Red Line and, you know, all that other shit. But, okay. Oh, yeah. That one Explosions. time you did the movie with, with Harrison Ford. It was a Hollywood Homicide? Yeah. I forgot yep. about that one. Yep. yep that Hollywood Homicide. Yeah. yeah. That was decent. I, that movie here. got shit on. That was a decent cop movie. Yeah. Yeah. Then, I mean, well, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford did a horror movie called What Lies Beneath as well, which is really odd. And then, like, Michelle Pfeiffer remembers. Uh, it's, yep. Yep. Nick, it was the Harrison first Ford fucking around on his. Not that anyone would ever fuck around on Michelle Pfeiffer, which is just nope. crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, if, that... if if you, yeah, if you if you catch if you catch something like that, don't let it go. Yeah, no catch and release there, man. You put that on. Yeah, man. Even if she's not putting out, you're just like, yo, I'm gonna fucking, I'm making it through this storm right now. It's Michelle fucking Pfeiffer. Yeah, yeah exactly. she's gonna get Randy eventually, and I'll be right here. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, I actually meant the four of you going down the movies explaining why he chose number 415, etc. like you do that, or is that, or sorry, or, sorry, let me reread this because my mouth is super dry. I actually meant the four of you guys going down the movies and explaining why you chose them in number 415, etc. like, did you do that, or is this Jeff's list, or is just, is this Jeff's list it? This list that I showed on the countdown was the, uh, all of our lists compiled, right, Kendo? How did that work, the ranking work? So what happened was, what happened was, I had every all four of us ranked them in the orders that we thought they were one through twenty four. So then I took that and I spreadsheeted that shit, and I added up all the numbers that we gave them. So like if for like Golden Eye, I think it was like one, one, two, and three. So it added up to like a seven. And then I divided had those all those numbers divided by four, which gave it it's like average ranking number and then just put them in order from there yeah and uh now i can tell you uh for example a lot of the opinion stuff like number one the golden eye i'm pretty sure we all feel that way about why it's number one but the list is just all of ours and why all of us ranked it now i could gladly tell you one of these days i could even put it on patreon i could do my own personal list and tell you why i ranked each one that would not be a problem. I could talk about James Bond in perpetuity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be it'll, it'll be an eight eight, eight hour video, but Dina, he'll do it. Yeah, yeah, gladly. So up next, we have our friend TLJ Screwjob again, who says something similar happened to me with John Panette. Discovered him on YouTube. My family bought tickets uh, to a show of his, and then he died. Oh, Damn he was good. funny too. Do, do you remember him in the Punisher movie? With, yeah, because he's he's the little tiny Italian he's a fat dude. neighbor. Oh, that's right. Oh shit, that guy! Holy crap! That's yeah. him. Fuck, I, I thought he was, he was a little dude. 
Yeah, he was funny. Oh, man. Uh, he Pete died of the old Ralphie May syndrome, huh? Uh, Being fat? <laughs> yep. I guess that's what got him. <laughs> um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. Uh, Pete1972 says, more realistic question. Should anybody ever watch anything that ever slightly resembles ties to Kami Tinseltown these days? Hell no. Winky face. There's not a lot of good entertainment coming out of Hollywood right now. I stand no. by that statement. That well is no. running pretty dry. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, hell, me and me and Kenda would find gems at, at horror conventions buying in indie movies. Like, the, yep. yeah, we found a ton of good shit doing that. Yeah, dude, that fucking uh, swimming pool party massacre movie was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was good. So waiting for, still waiting for part two of that. So waiting for that guy to make part two. Any day now. Yep, <laughs> any day. Did you guys hear that Christian Bale's Batman was voted the best Batman in a new poll? I did. I did. Wait, 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 wait. Who? Wait, where was this poll posted? First of all, that's my question. Well, hold on. Let me get the article. Um, Okay. I did. Silver on Yahoo. Okay. Best Batman. I can see it being two, but it's it being number one is insane. Yeah. Yeah, it popped up. The thing is, it popped up in the news like it was new. But this is from last year. It says 42% voted for Christian Bale with Adam West coming in second place with 14% and Keaton 13%. Uh, ben no, Affleck comes in fourth, followed by Kevin Conroy and Will Arnett, who voiced Batman in the animated uh, Lego shit. Val Kilmer and George Clooney at the bottom of the table. Val Kilmer at the bottom is fucking bullshit, but... Um, I Yeah, I, I'd have... Bail at three behind Wes and Keaton easily. Yes, yes, I'll agree with that one 100%. Yeah, that I makes mean, sense. If we're taking Kevin Conroy into the consideration, then I'm probably gonna have Bail at four behind Keaton, Wes, and Conroy. I can respect that. Yeah, that's fine too. Who's uh, who's who's the bottom though? Oh, Clooney. George Clooney. Okay, Clooney for sure. He, he's he's a good Bruce Wayne, but he's a bad Batman. Hi, Freeze. I'm Batman. Don't don't remind <laughs> me. Oh my god. Hey, Nick, do me a favor. Pick a number. Nine. <laughs> Shut up. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we actually did have another super chat rolling right now. I do want to read. Uh, those so we can move on to the next. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, this is like if Kendo talked over Jeff, Dion, and Nick every time they tried to give their own opinions of things. They would not be friends with him. That's an excellent point. We, this show has never been about race shields or any of this shit that society likes. That's garbage. It's all about having your own take, your own opinion. And that's what social media does. It's like, hey, a lot of this, oh, we speak for everyone. You don't speak for me. Do you know my thought process, what I'm into, what I believe in? No, you don't. You just look at the color of the skin and you go, well, you believe this because it's convenient or you should believe it. That's worse than anything else. Or you're a victim. That's another good and, one. And yeah, yeah, you're a victim and, and then you must be helped by somebody else. It's like, no, man, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you're systemically I'm, oppressed. I don't think so, but I'll just say okay if you shut up, random person. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Walford says, how hard would it be for all of you guys to be on EFAP and with Razor Fist? I think that would be awesome. Also, I'm watching a good Star Wars movie, uh, the MMO. Hmm. I have seen those clips. If you're talking about like um, 
basically cutscenes from the animate or from the computer game. I have watched all those a while ago, actually. They're pretty good. But I have received messages every single day about Razor Fist and I. We had a great show. I'm going to talk to him this week. Uh, we went way long. Five hours is too long of a show. But if we can work out something shorter, I'd like to pitch that because we had so much fun. My lawyer called me out of the blue and said, you guys are so smart together. It was a great show. So <laughs> try to make it happen. I can't put it like this, folks. <laughs> when, you're, when, you're, I, when you get a random call from, from your lawyer, it's like, what, what happened? What'd I do? What, what, yeah, what, what I did I do? You get the mail? I didn't kill anybody this week. How's he I doing these I wasn't with a hooker this week. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But no, um, I would love to. I can't speak for any other YouTubers in terms of where they'll be, when they'll be, but I have been on EFAP before. It was a lot of fun. I can always... Um, thing is, I never invite myself onto anybody's show. So if I get invites to stuff, which I do all the time, awesome. I'll show up to stuff if I'm available. Uh, and if you guys have requests, you can always ask... Uh, you can always tell me who here you would like on this channel. I have no problem uh, going out of my way to make that happen. Um, yeah, so, but, yeah, but if you, yeah, stuff. but if you guys, yeah, if you guys want us on another channel, you got to, you got to tweet them, you got to share their stuff, you got to tell them about us, so we can get on there, man. That's that's, that's supposed and to. Here, and here's the official word: we don't have beef with people. So WCBS is cool with everybody. So yeah, man, yeah. we'll be there. We ain't got time for that shit. No, it's bullshit. Life is too short to be an asshole. Mm-hmm. Dr. Coffinale says, speaking of horror, Nick, your thoughts on House of the Devil having no nudity, even though it's supposed to be set in the 80s. I was outraged. <laughs> I agree. I really agree. It was it was okay. I mean, you know, it was it was a fun movie. It was shot really well. The 80s, they, they went into the 80s trip a little too much, I think, with like the phone call thing or whatever. It was odd. Um Yeah, it, it was it was all right. I mean, I've seen it a couple times, it's not a big deal. Um there is one that is set in the eighties, but it's it's does have nudity and it's it, it's it's in the same kind of like college setting. It's called The Sleeper. It's from about I think five years ago. It's an indie movie. Um, highly recommend. Oh, it's it's damn good. the 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 director made it in like eleven days for thirty thousand dollars. Apparently, he had such a horrible experience he never made anything again. But it's a really good fun movie, and um, he should make he should he should make a part two with music in the background. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite type of horror movie. Music in the background. Yep. <laughs> uh, I knew you had my back, Nick says Dr. Coffin Nails. <laughs> always, man, always. Now, speaking of back, boys, I guess I missed this, but the King of the Ring is back. It starts next Friday. Yeah. yeah. They're yeah. bringing back the King, King of the, the Ring. King of the Ring and Queen of the whatever is it, Kendo? Mountain uh, or something? Queen's yeah, something crown. like that. Yeah, the Queen's Crown. And apparently they're going to be able to do that at Sweet Saudi Money Mania, and I'm surprised. Love that. They'll probably dress like beekeepers to wrestle, but you know, just make a King of the Ring pay per view. God damn, you know you yeah, need man. it, right? Fuck. They're going about this the wrong way. Now I don't need to get on my soapbox and say why I won't watch it, but I'll say it real quick. Fuck you, WWE. You went there after that reporter was killed. You know what kind of business you're doing. I don't. I'll watch your show most times. But I won't watch fucking Crown Jewel. First off, it's on my birthday, and I'm not going to waste my birthday with Roman Reigns. Secondly, that's just bad business that I cannot get behind. Like, I really can't forgive the WWE. Like, after all this shit comes out, constantly going back there. And then this is what tips the scale even further for me. They left their wrestlers there. Vince McMahon and Roman yep. Reigns, all these other fucking losers, flew off and left most of the people on the tarmac in a really dangerous place. You don't do your people like that. I don't even respect them anymore based on that shit. Ha. Boom, yeah, dude, that's 
yeah, that's that that's really fucked up when you leave them in an in an area like that, a questionable like the questionable area like that. Just like, oh yeah, bye. It's like no, <laughs> pile on the plane and just take that. You know, get the fuck out, man. Come on. Such good shit. I had to get back. We had SmackDown. The wrestlers yeah, are that. That's really fucked up. That that shows you how much he cares about his people and how, you know how how much he values them as like employees or whatever. It's a fine country. Great human rights. Yeah, yeah. When 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 you get paid in suitcases of money, it's yeah. Your opinion changes. Such a shit. Yeah. There's only one yeah. color that matters, boys. Yeah. Dion Green. <laughs> right. You're welcome. How would you feel about that spinoff? I think that should be the other franchise behind My Black Ass and Negro Diamonds. I think we can get ourselves a whole little, <laughs> a whole film universe going on. I can pull Wait, some on, Eddie what, Murphy what, shit. I play different multiple what, characters. But what, 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 like, what, what would it be though, Jeff? That's the question. Like, how would what, what's the premise Ooh. here? What's the, what's the shtick? Pi. It's a, it's a Miami Vice type show, baby. So, oh, so, oh, so just yeah. it would just be like Green Pi. Yeah, or oh just the, you know, uh, you know. Well, I, I, we have to come up with a cool name like "Green's the only color" or "The color of green" or something cool like that. <laughs> the only, the only color. Oh no, that's, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> How about the color of death? There you go. Always bet on green. I was, I was going to, I was going to say the only that's color that matters. The only color that matters. <laughs> I mean, I think that's a cool ass name for a show. The only color that matters. That's a great name for a fucking noir show, baby. Fucking Lord knows the goddamn TV would use it, especially with shit like the Equalizer being out. God, dude. Yeah, and we just we would just have hot women coming coming and need you know need your need your skills every week. That's all exactly. Day. Exactly. You know? Get you get your kick ass mustache and you know some 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 Hawaiian shirts and uh, you know one of the, <laughs> the that's right the holster for your gun and everything. You know that's it. Man, give you some Ray Bans exactly. and stuff. You know. Or, or just do the go old, old, old school. I just put my gun in my fucking belt line. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Go go seventies with it. There you go. Khaki shorts and five hundred dollars shirts, baby. Khaki shorts, five hundred dollars shirts. <laughs> That'd be All fun. right, Rock. <laughs> yeah, you got it. That was for you, buddy. I'm audience of one. It's a good audience, bro. <laughs> yeah, I don't the theme song. What, what would be our theme song for for the for the only color is that matters is green. He's. I don't know. I, I would say. He's I would. I would, say we, <laughs> I would say we got it. We, we, we got to go. We got to go. Earth, wind, and fire on that, and pick one of their songs to get. Mm. To get show, you Do know? you remember? Mm. He's black and he's got a gun. I love that. Oh shit! There we go. <laughs> he's black and he's got no, a gun. We can get. Ooh, we should get Earth, wind, and fire to do the song, <laughs> Dion. Oh my god. What a worthy, what a worthy soundtrack score for your uh, PI investigative show. Uh, you know, you're I Bill Withers is dead. Also, you get Bill Withers too. That's true. We'll just reuse some of his stuff. Like, listen, go to the estate. You know, listen. I, you know, and your 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 grandfather's, your father's music, whatever, is awesome. But we've got this crazy ass show that we're going to use for commentary amongst popular culture right now, and we need to use this song. So no, we'll just I'm going to give you a hundred bucks, a hundred we'll bucks, and for the closing credits of every episode. Right, right. I'll give you a hundred bucks and and a nine on the town with yours truly to use sunshine. Come on, what do, what do you say? <laughs> get ten, you get ten percent of all the the profits from the show. What do you say? Come on, come on, baby. 
dude, dude. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I, I want to write that right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Oh man, who do you guys think could even win the King of the Ring? Well, before Big E cash in, I would have said him, but now I'm thinking either Damian Priest or um try to um try to bank in on this new day resurgence shit and give it to Xavier Woods. Yeah, I was gonna say he's the one that was screaming about it on on the from what I understand the other night on TV. I my my thought would be are they actually gonna use it like they used to, where somebody got the king of the ring and they were actually gonna get a push? and be featured or they're going to keep doing it like they've been doing it over the last several times they've done king of the ring where it's just a fucking stupid ass comedy gimmick where the king of the ring is like a baron corbin type that just walks around with his shitty cape and crown on and screaming about being the king of the ring and getting fucking losses with roll-ups every fucking week on tv because if that's the case then what's the point well i think i think you know if i'm if i'm we right now and i'm trying to you know, not in terms of dollar sign. If I'm trying to catch up to AEW, I have Shinsuke actually win it. You know, fuck all this bullshit of, well, I beat Baron Corbin and now that makes me the king of the ring somehow. You know, you lean into that. Say, hey, I beat Baron Corbin. I'm going in as the favorite and actually have him win the fucking king of the ring. I think that would be the smart play. Other than that, you know, fuck it. Give it to Xavier. Maybe... Um, if you really want to fuck with some people, you know, give it to, you know, Sami Zayn or, um, or, um, fuck who else was, um, shit. I fuck who was with, um, whatever, but I, you know, give it to Sami Zayn or Xavier Woods or Shinsuke Nakamura, man. Fuck it. Fucking lean into it. You, you know, you gotta do something. You gotta do something. Cause AEW is whooping that ass right now. And it's just. Yeah. You know they were on fucking Sports Center. You know, so it's just you need some. You need something. You need something. Get put an old veteran in to somehow make it to the finals, and then have a guy who deserves it fucking go in there and actually win the goddamn thing. That would make sense. Which is why it won't happen. Right. I mean that's that's very WWE right now. That's that's very WWE right now. You know it's um it's fucking frustrating. But hey, you know that's. They can't help themselves, you know. They're already trying to turn NXT into the same level of uh, Raw and SmackDown, but you know what the fuck ever. Yeah, fuck I don't ever. think I don't think in Vince's mind he thinks that AEW is beating him. That's I think the problem. I don't, I don't think he sees yeah. that they're they're losing. I I think you're right. I think you know Vince is still going to be Vince about it. We're the WWE. We're the WWE, son. We, we know what we're doing. We know what they want, you know, and I'm with you. I don't think that, um, and they just threw an interception. No fucking way. I, um, yep. And I fucking left Russell Wilson like a fucking idiot. Um, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think he doesn't see it. I think everyone else around them sees the writing on the wall and Vince is just, Hey, trust me, Bruce and I know what we're doing, kid. No, you don't, Bruce. You don't. Yep. I'll ask one more question wrestling-related for our wrestling topic, excuse me, but I do have another thing I want to jump back to afterwards, so folks, don't click away, because something just got announced, and I think it's a bad idea. Uh, So CM Punk is back in the news. Uh, There was a tweet from uh, Bleacher Report that says, 
CM Punk says he gave Vince McMahon a fake draft of the pipe bomb promo. Do you believe that? No. no. I don't either. I don't. I don't. I think he's full of shit. I think he's trying to uh, work people. Because, look, wrestling's all a big work. That's fine. But I don't believe CM Punk for one minute because they would have fucking, oh, they cut your mic off at the end. Dude, when shit goes south and they really don't want something put on TV, they just go to commercial quickly or cut away. Like, mm-hmm, if you're right. really saying stuff that was really pissing people off, it's like there's elements of the Montreal screw job that make me question some of it at times, you know? So, and, well, and, and, listen, to, to that point, rightfully so, right? I think, I think. You questioning the Montreal school screw job is a good thing. Punk trying to use the pipe bomb to retroactively help AEW is, you know, unbeknownst to him, but that's an example of what is wrong with what's going on right now. You know, you trying to say that, you know, 10 years ago, you were saying how they were like, Hey, just go out there and say what's on your mind. We'll cut it off when you're, when we're, when we're done. That makes a lot more sense, but for you to try to think that you went off, you went into business for yourself, and they just let it go, is just so beyond believable. It it, it really is. I mean, you know, you know, obviously they fucked it up, but there's a reason why you did the pipe bomb and won, and then came back and feuded with Triple H, like they because they trusted Triple H. That's what that was about. Obviously, they fucked it up, but. You know, to think that they would give you free reign and it just happened to work out, and then it just doesn't that 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 doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's just I like AEW, but shit like this just makes me kind of roll my eyes and go, ah, that looks a little I don't know, a little stupid if you ask me. Yeah, I gave him a fake script, bitch. What you typed it up in the back and then you, you took time to write a fake one. Did you have it with you? Did you do it on the floor? It's just that 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 creates a lot more fucking questions than answers, Phil. Hmm. <laughs> so do you guys know the Let's Go Brandon meme? Yes. No, I All don't. Right, I, keep, I keep hearing about it. Uh, according to, you've got a, we just got a super chat about it. So, Kendo, could you tell us what Let's Go Brandon means? Okay, so let's let's go, Brandon. Um, essentially, there has been a plethora of chants going around the country at sporting events, and uh, the chants uh, say the people are chanting "fuck Joe Biden." And so the there was a NASCAR race last weekend. And the guy that won it, his name was Brandon. And so the he was standing there outside of his car. And he was, you know, being interviewed by the lady from the network, whatever one they were on. And so naturally the fans, because this is the chic thing to do, were chanting, fuck Joe Biden very loudly. And you could definitely hear that on TV. And the lady said something to the effect of, man, the crowd's really big and they're really behind you. You can hear him chanting, let's go, Brandon. So either she didn't hear it right or she was just straight up. We've somebody in her earpiece going, you got to spin that, spin that, spin that, spin that. <laughs> so that's, that's what the let's go. Brandon thing is, is, is there was a NASCAR crowd chanting, fuck Joe Biden. And the network reporter said, yeah, they, they really love you. They, they're chanting, let's go. Brandon. 
I mean, if you if you can hear it, in the, if you can hear it in the in the team it's broadcast. clear as day. If you go yeah, she yeah, she was just video, yeah, she was just spinning that shit. There's there, there's there's no question about what was being said. How she how you would be able to confuse that for Let's Go Brandon is uh, well, you can't. That's funny. So, All right, well, that's, no, that's let's go, Brandon. All right, cool. Well, uh, Modalicious, thank you. That was a, an early super chat, but that's the second time this has been said to me this week, and I wanted to understand what it meant. Yeah, now, Pete had to tell me because Pete sent me several let's go, Brandon memes Sunday morning, and I'm like, I missed the boat on this one. He goes, Oh, it's from yesterday, and he sent me the video. I'm like, Yep, there it is. <laughs> How did we feel about WandaVision, those who watched it? I still got to watch it. Oh, okay. So it's just me that watched it. Yeah, I've got no interest in watching. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. Don't worry about it. Oh, I, fine. You don't have to watch it. But are you gonna watch the spinoff? It's getting. Uh, wait, wait. Does it's getting a spinoff? No, I'm not watching it. They just announced yeah, it I heard today. About the spinoff. Yeah. Wandavision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn in the works at Disney Plus. A Wandavision spinoff starring Katherine Hahn as Agatha uh is started han would reprise the role of agatha harkness in the series which is described by a source as dark comedy the exact plot details remain under wraps wandavision head writer jack schaefer would serve as the writer and executive producer of the project should the spinoff go forward it would be the first project schaefer has set up in the marvel universe since she signed an overall deal with them in 20th television in may good for throw it against the wall and see what sticks (laughs) yeah Yeah, you're you're not kidding man shit in there oh god yeah, I uh, they, don't think this is a good idea at all. But 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 Dion, they keep throwing buckets of shit at the wall, and not a lot of it is sticking. So I don't know. Yeah. At, at at some point, there's, there's a lot of shit everywhere. You need to clean it up. Yep, yep. At, at some point, you just got shit in the fucking corner. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> we'll see. Like I said, I'm still gonna watch Wandavision eventually. Um, you know, we're we're gonna probably burn through it. But um, yeah, I did. That's just a, that's a silly fucking idea. Like, I don't, whatever, whatever, dude, <laughs> fucking, I get it. You know, you own Marvel. You don't have to keep reminding us of it, but not every idea is a good idea. Yeah. The, yeah. They're, the, the, you know, these, these nugget, these nuggets of ideas aren't, aren't always good. So, you know, take them, take them. With I'm not a nugget. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a couple messages come in from, uh, we had a message coming from a listener we haven't heard from in a while, but first our friend Greg Kirby says, thoughts on the interview with Vampire, Louis and Claudia getting race changed. How will they explain a black guy owning a plantation in 1791? Um, <laughs> well. Uh, Go on. I, I'm trying to think. I mean, historically, there were, t- I don't know if they ever owned any plantations, but there were freed black men in the north that had indentured servants, but that's not a plantation. So I don't know how they would be able to spin that one. Yo, uh, what's it? Fucking Bridgerton is a huge hit right now. We're just, we're just flopping shit around. Let's fucking go. Let's, fuck it, dude. Let's do some, let's do some fucking crazy shit where we've got black dudes down in Mississippi and Alabama almost the plantations. Let's fucking go, dude. Janelle Monet made a goddamn movie. Just since can't rap. I want justice. <laughs> I am just saying though, if we if we want to go full in 
on like the race swapping and everything like that, they have to do something like that. Somebody has to make oh, like it's remake gone, gone with happened. the wind, remake gone with the wind, and Scarlett O'Hara is like a black lady or something like that. This oh, has God. to happen. By the way, um, the person who sent that, they're also doing a they're also doing a gender swapped Hellraiser, but also like a female Hellraiser. Hellraiser, I don't know. I'm 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 kind of okay with that. Well, yeah, five days one, of the yeah. Month, if if we get to see really, some boobies really hanging out, yeah, some boobies hanging out with some piercings and shit let's fucking go yeah i'm 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 slightly okay with that yeah that'd be fine but i think it's 13 year old me was was spanking the bank to some hellraiser shit every once in a while back really really it was it was it was a late night and i was experimenting but yeah dude i ain't gonna lie to you (laughs) (laughs) there must have been nothing on tv except fucking fucking hellraiser (laughs) Yeah. Listen, man, the ball one... sexually attracted to hell rate or pin. Uh, no, pin no, that's not what I said. I was just, you know, it was late, you know, and uh, the uh, just so everyone re- realizes the bald one was a chick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, she was. Yep. Hmm. Now, um, we have our friend Greg Kirby. Thank you. Uh, Trent Dason, Trent Goro Dason, as we should say, says, hello, gentlemen. I was off enjoying life. Well, until seeing No Time to Die. <laughs> Sorry, No Time to Cry, Baby Bond. American Trent 007 reporting for duty. Oh, it's been a while, welcome buddy. Back, chat. Yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, welcome shit, back. I forgot, forgot about I that. Hope, I hope you saw my American Psycho Blu-ray. Um, I'm going to go return some videotapes after this podcast. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob says Jeff and Rosario were talking about Booker eating a pedigree from trips or, and uh, not him not pinning for five minutes. I'm guessing it wasn't hyperbole. So TLJ Screwjob, I think he meant Razor Fist. Uh, I was like, I know if I knew Rosario Dawson that well, I don't know what if I would be hanging out here right now. Can't promise. Anything. Well, I mean, but she is. I mean, she's married to some like some politician or something like that. I think we can just be friends. It's cool. We can talk about clerks too. Nonsense. <laughs> Dion, what or all you guys actually? Uh, what we talked about was WrestleMania 19 and how yep. Triple H kind of was racist to Booker T. Is in kind of in quotation that was fucked up. But the part we took the most offense with was Booker T eating a pedigree, laying there on the ground for minutes, and then Triple H crawling over and still getting the pin. That was the bullshit part. That you could, if you have one of these bullshit storylines like you did, where you make Triple H the racist heel and then Booker T overcomes the adversity and wins, that's a good story whatever yep. you told where triple h throws money at booker t and tells him to dance and people like you don't get to hold the belt and then triple h wins what kind of story are you telling yeah that's all fucked right up. right that was uh even triple h fans were like yeah we wanted booker t to win that's uh and, and you know and jeff and i have talked about this in nauseam if we if we if we ever go with um unmistakable unforgivable mistakes that's one of them i mean if you if you're wwe and you want to make money booker t winning at 19 is is the right choice and it just whatever reason vince chicken at the last minute whatever and i and, and before everyone gets it crazy it wasn't because booker was black he want vince wanted ahmed johnson to be the fucking man so just calm down but yeah that you know booker should have been the guy to go over and Vince chicken to the last minute for whatever fucking reason. I bet you Triple H politicked his way into another WrestleMania win. Excuse I wouldn't me. doubt it, dude. That for whatever fucking Vince fucking loves that dude as much as he loves Shane. It's fucking weird. 
It's so weird. Triple H should not have won it to WrestleMania 2000, and he shouldn't have won it fucking 19. It's just, it's just so you know. And then you know, it. I don't know, man. It's it's so many weird things that he did for Triple H is just mind boggling. Well, you. First off, you hit the nail on the head when you said he should have lost at WrestleMania 16. That's the number one wrestling booking decision I think should be changed. If I could yes. retroactively change one, one, that's it. I love the WrestleMania 17 heel turn. I love all those big epic moments. But for God's sakes, Triple H winning at WrestleMania 16 is one of the biggest fucking mistakes ever. That was trash. That Yeah, that... that I just... I don't... It's... It, and again, I know you're trying to get to the, the super chats real quick, but I just don't understand how you at the same WWF loved Rock versus Triple H, but at the same time didn't want to make a WrestleMania moment out of it. And it's just so dumb. Like that's the fact that we don't have Rock and Triple H at Mania with Rock winning is just so fucking dumb. I don't have a lick of experience in the rest in the professional wrestling world, but even me as a fucking goober fan. I, I book that 10 times out of 10 at 2000. It's just so fucking weird. Well, they spent the entire year building this McMahon family feud that no one gave a fuck about. Oh, yeah. Part and the they, they, they watching. Made, dude, they fear booked that whole WrestleMania. Stone Cold's injured. Well, Vince is our second biggest star. No, the fuck you weren't. You were a Vince was great when he had Stone Cold to go against. Or the Rock to go against, but at the time the build up to WrestleMania, Vince was the face. He was Team Rock all the way. He saved Rock from getting fired from the WWF. How about disjointed storytelling? That was it. It was such good shit, though. You're right, Metal Line. He shouldn't have won at WrestleMania 25 <laughs> either. I just th that's another one. Randy is clearly the dude, and I if you have a bad guy win. 25 is where you do it. And I just, you already had Cena winning. Why are you having, whatever, dude. I'm not, you know, we could, we could, we'd be on this podcast for another three fucking hours talking about bad decisions by the WWE. But mm -hmm. just this weird, Vince being convinced that Triple H is the guy. Him beating Sting. What the fuck? Oh, that was. Just one final fuck you to WCW, right? And and we and we've we, yeah, I think everyone knows that there was no way in hell Vince was going to have a WCW guy win at WrestleMania, but I it it I just even if you hate WCW, you hate Ted Turner so much, even you have to be like, yeah, Sting's got to win here. You know, people don't want Triple H to win this fucking yeah. You fucking roll out the corpses of X Pac. Billy Gunn and Road Dog, they're not gonna be okay with fucking Triple H beating Sting. Like that's not how this that's not how the build worked. But whatever, man. I don't, you know, I don't I'm not a wrestler, so fuck me, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob, thank you. He says Jeff and Razor, not Rosario, F and autocorrect. I know what you meant, <laughs> but I can dream about uh uh, yeah, dude, that was not a, that was that was a really a really good stream. I was listening to most of it, man. It was really good. You guys really get into it, man. It was uh, it was nice. It was fun, man. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Meatball had a request, and we shall say, "Who's that Pokemon?" 
talking about bad booking decisions by the WWE. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Because who was it supposed to be? I don't think they ever said who it was supposed to be. Oh, that's a good point. Because it was May Young's son. She the hand? the hand. Yeah, he's all grown up. That was the best joke they ever made. <laughs> Dude, when you when the hand pops out and May is selling it, and Mark Henry has to cover his face because he's laughing so hard. It's like this is what I love about professional wrestling. <laughs> and it's covered in fucking goo. Oh my god. <laughs> that sounds horrible. It was it's so good. It's so yep. bad, but it's so beautiful. It was oh, it's bad. so funny. But Nick, like so 15 years later, they had a guy dress up in a hand costume yep. and go backstage and wave. He's like, hey, I'm all. And it was like that year's WrestleMania slogan was all grown up or whatever. And so he's like, <laughs> yep. hey, I'm all grown up. And it's just a giant hand waving. It was. It was oh, my dude, God. It was fucking funny. <laughs> Up next, we have our friend Adam Wofford who says, so Dion, there's a faction in Warhammer 40K. I'd basically just like Cenobites called Dark Elves. You should check out the Rule 34 site. My fucking man. I know what I'm doing later. Oh, I know what you're doing later, too, Dion. Oh, see, that, you had to ruin that for me. They made a fucking 40K reference, and you, you fucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Folks, next week, uh, ooh, F, uh, fuck, Mary kill. We'll play that in a second. Make sure you guys buy, uh, check out a shirt. Get yourself a drinking glass for the commentary next week over at uh-huh. shopwcbs.com. Yeah, yeah. All I got to ask what I'm going to do is I got I to gotta order a... a a drinking glass for the for the stream. That's what I plan yep. on doing. Yep, yep, yep. Since they're making me one, I gotta watch this shit, and then fucking Nick convinced Jeff to for us to watch fucking Zack Snyder's <laughs> Army of the Dead. <laughs> oh, did I tell you who's gonna join us? Yeah. Um, Who? Robot fucking, Head. What's his name? Oh, oh yeah, shit, right. Robot Head. Jesus. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, he. We had such a great time, and I had emailed him so. With that stream, we're not going to announce the specific date yet because we're going to figure out how yeah, to of work course, it in of course, for yeah. everybody. Because yeah. definitely, Ro- Robot Head wants to talk about Zack Snyder movies. He's like, I could have made ten videos on that fucking movie. So, oh shit! So, 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 Dan's going to have have a friend to talk to then through through the through, through the therapy and the on call of uh, of watching that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. You're gonna need it. Yeah. Also, also, don't ever, see. don't, don't ever tell me I love my friend. I don't love my friends because they're making me watch that fucking bullshit. Well, just, just so you're aware, before you watch it, he also shot the thing himself. I just, just, we don't have to watch it celebrity anymore. fights. <laughs> just give me Zack Snyder. That's all I'd ask of the internet. Give, I've, I've give been me, a loyal give me, God, give me, yeah, give, give me Rob Zombie and his wife. I'll, I'll fuck them both up. Fucking Jeff Nick's going full Chris Jericho in this motherfucker. <laughs> I am so proud right now. Yeah, I I will. I don't give a shit, man. That's my boy. <laughs> give me give me six months in a gym membership. We'll fucking do it. I don't give a shit, man. We'll we'll go. <laughs> so guys, fuck Mary Kill WWF Attitude 1997 era. Marlena, Sonny, or well, eventually Lita. Oh. Uh... Easily get. I'm I'm banging Lita. I'm marrying Sonny, and I'm killing. Um, who'd you say? Marlena, aka Terry Runnels. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, oh fuck. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm getting rid of Marlena. But yeah, yeah, banging Lita, marrying Sonny, get rid of Marlena for sure. Easily, dude. 
it's all a bad choice because these three women specifically, I'm pretty sure Marlena gave New Jack an STD, so I wouldn't want that. Right. Uh, it's New Jack, though. We're okay with that. Yeah, but I don't want to get the STD, so she's got to die. Not really. You know what I mean? Um, of this game. Then Sunny is Sunny, so she's got to die. And then yeah. Lita, Lita fucked over Matt Hardy so much and almost ruined wrestling with her vagina, so she's got to die. So no Ooh. one's getting fucked my game. They're all getting damn, killed. dude. Plus, I've never found Lita attractive. Me God neither. Damn, Even dude. when we met her, I was just like, oh, cool. You're a liar because when she would be doing a fucking fucking whisper in the wind and she, or moonsault and then the thong would be right above her fucking pants line. Mm-mm-mm. Listen, homegirl might belong to the streets. But <laughs> give me a lap, son. Give hey, me Dion, a lap. Dion, Dion, nah, Dion, you cannot turn you cannot turn a hoe into a housewife. You okay, you can't do it, man. Can't do it. No. That's why she, I'm not marrying her. You know what I'm saying? Brock got sunny. That means I can make sunny work. Plus, okay. you know, you really want to? Listen, that's what no, but that's why I have you guys because you keep me out of trouble. <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah. You goddamn right. So my favorite was Trish Stratus. So that's why I'm kind of yes. like Lita. So, 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 Jeff Mo, so Jeff so Jeff mows down these three and goes after Tris. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's a brunette now too. That's cool with me, but she's cool. Uh, the other ones, they gotta go. I, I love, like said, a, I, like I, I love how you said Lita's vagina fucking almost ruined WWE. That's hilarious. It did. He's exaggerating a little bit. It didn't ruin wrestling, but it it was. It was like the linchpin reminder that, hey, the internet is a thing now. Because when fans found out what she did, they fired Matt Hardy. And fans went so fucking crazy, they hired him back and made a whole storyline out of it. Yep. I will not die. That was this fucking t-shirt. Yep. That was fucking crazy. And he comes back, jumps, jumps edge, and... He runs over to the announce table, and you can tell that he was supposed to say something else. But he goes, he go, he calls them by their real names. He's like Adam, because Edge's name is Adam. Adam, you piece of shit. Da, da, da. And Amy, because her real name, Lita's real name is Amy. You whore. And I was like, even as a kid, I was like, God damn, Ooh. this shit is real, boy. <laughs> and then eventually he lost. He just, he just lost. Yes. <laughs> So, Nick, let me paint the picture for you. you. You you're a wrestler and you have a girlfriend. Your girlfriend yeah, ends up right. banging some other dude in the company. The company fires you for it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, do we know which other dude? Yes. Okay. She she ends up banging another dude that you know and you're supposed to be friends with. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's even worse. Fuck. So the company fires you. Then once they get a bunch of backlash for it, they rehire you. And then decide to turn that real life issue into a personal uh, a feud where you're supposed to scripted fight this other guy. But here's the twist: you're the bad guy in this scenario. Oh, okay. Yes, Matt Hardy was the heel in the Edge Matt Hardy feud where they were fighting because in real life his girlfriend left him and was banging his friend. But wow. that made hit. But he was the heel in all this. Wow. He was the guy we were supposed to be booing. And don't forget, Damn. Edge was married in real life when Correct. he started. Oh my! Yeah, was he married to Ryan Shamrock? <laughs> yeah, like the real lady. Yeah. Oh my god! 
Damn, dude. Yeah, I would. Oh, man. If that was the case, I would spend every waking minute making Vince's life a living hell and making her life and my friend's life a living hell. Every, fu- every, every time. Every, as long as there's breath in my lungs, I'm going to fuck with them every chance I get. So the moral of this story is don't piss off Nick. Yeah. <laughs> right. And don't bang your now, friends, women. That's not yeah, good. don't bring your bang your friend's girlfriend. I dude. I, well, that, okay, okay, that's never happened to me, but a friend did it, and I have a funny story about that. I can tell you guys off air. I mean, it's, yeah. that's like yeah, yeah. very much a violation of the rules. No, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There was there, there there was a friend group violation in my other friend group here in in uh, in, in Atlanta. Or, well, it was in Tennessee that went to Atlanta. It was really fucked up though. You're not even Super supposed fucker. to bang your friend's exes. That's still considered a violation of the rules. This no, this this was this was a a horrible horrible violation. It was it was just it's unforgivable, entirely unforgivable, and it happened. Sounds like some dudes just aren't familiar with the way the code's supposed to work. They probably should they weren't. They weren't, and it was really fucked up. Even even I, I looked uh, even this yeah I, I still kind of know this guy. So I got to talk to him. I'm still it's like goddamn dude, you're still kind of kind of shitty. <laughs> How's your photographer yeah. friend? Is he still alive? Yeah, he actually called me the other day. He's he's still he's still, he's still you know alive and you know life's going on. <laughs> I told <laughs> I told him I, I told him I sold that car. He was kind of surprised that I knew about that. <laughs> now our friend Doctor Meatball has another fuck Mary kill. Stacy Keebler, Sable, or Trish Stratus? Oh, that's easy. That's super easy. You 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 marry Trish. You fuck mm-hmm. Stacy, and you kill Sable. I'm with you 100. Yeah. percent Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well yeah, yeah. Stacy, Stacy had that nice stint of doing a lot of uh, asylum movies for a minute. It was hilarious. And don't tell Brock Lesnar we we made that decision. No, she couldn't because she was with a bunch a bunch of other people who couldn't act either. It was fucking hilarious, man. Why am I not surprised? Oh, Do you remember when they made the bronze statue of her butt? Yep. Holy shit. Yep. If I can find it real quick, I'll show it on uh, on air. Not statue. There we go. Not status. I did find a picture of. Hold on, I'll just share this picture. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this is like Kendo's thought process every day. Uh, Kendo, <laughs> you're a Scott Snyder fan, correct? I am. And what do you feel about uh, the Chad Scott Steiner? Chad Scott Steiner. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, outside of the fact that, like, he got busted wearing a thong on national TV, I was just like, uh... God, that was so funny. That was so funny. And by the way, I found the statue. Um, Here it is. You could go to a statue of Stacey Keebler's legs and butt and feel it up. Like, that was advertised on television. Isn't that fucking That's so weird. That's That's so weird, dude. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, but it's it's good to know that diehard wrestling fans were creepy weirdo perverts back then too. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, now, like, well, well, I mean, like back then, there was those, you know, there was proximity, those distance. Now you have social media and everything that you can like interact with these people like twenty four seven. So things a little bit creepier now. Yeah, but still, imagine my shock. <laughs> That's true. So we have a few more super chats, and we're going to close this one out. Uh, Trent Dason, or sorry, sorry, TLJ Screwjob says, Nick, what do you think about Strip Club Massacre? Apparently the camera guy forgot to leave out the parkway in the background. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, go fuck yourself. Um, (laughs) Second of all, second of all, that movie all came down to poor cinematography. 
Uh, it, yeah, it did. It did. Uh, that was that was uh, that cinematographer is an asshole, and uh, yeah, that he, movie he, was destined for greatness, but the cinematographer completely fucked it up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about greatness, Kendo. It was uh, shot for shot, one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah, you're right. Um, I think I think we did a commentary, a drunk commentary for it. I think it's still up on Patreon. Um, yes, the anger level at which you yeah, you it's, achieved uh, it's that it's, night was it's, legendary. It's, it's three hours long. The movie's not. No, the movie's not. But the commentary <laughs> is. Yes, but with and, all the uh, stories and the lamentations, it had to go on for a very ooh, long time. Ooh, yeah, the 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 things I learned after that, I was uh, oh man, it was it was something. Um, also, funny story about that. Um, I did an interview with Jim Wynorski, a famous director from the 80s who's still doing stuff now, with our friend Josh from R-Rated Horror Commentary Podcast, uh, that YouTube, cha- YouTube channel, and he actually saw the movie. Wow. And he didn't he didn't know I was a part of it, and he, he proceeds to say, oh, yeah, it was shot like shit, and did this and the other. I was like, and then I told him, I was like, oh, yeah, I shot it. He's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. Like, just a backtrack, and then I was like, no, dude, it was, it was, it was a bad experience. It was a shit show. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, I don't... I, want to promote the movie but i'll just show a picture of it real quick oh god like, yeah. damn it <laughs> oh don't worry it's appropriate <laughs> no I i'm not worried about that i'm just saying i'm figuring out what picture oh shit yeah i remember that i remember that <laughs> those two. Oh my god those two i'm I, I okay i'm not i'm not gonna go into it it's gonna it's gonna be another three hours we're not gonna <laughs> go into it no I'll, it'll be a six hour show i mean are we trying yeah, to be a six hour show i'll yeah yeah i'm not doing that man i'm not doing that yeah that was oh. Uh, Greg Kirby says he'd marry Scary Sherry. Um, I don't know. She may have been cool, but SummerSlam 92 Scary Sherry. I could understand why you might be interested in her. I mean, Sherry Martell, by all accounts, was a wonderful person. Yeah, but that... uh, Had some bad drug habits there for a while. That'll do it. Yeah. I was just trying to comment on her assless chaps at WrestleMania, or SummerSlam, and, like, you know, how nice it is. But we'll leave it Oh, yeah. Trent Dason says, Duty Calls, I wish I knew her name. Hail, chat. Glad to have caught you find WCBS Live. Trusting the back catalog gets me through the next week's business trip. Ooh, business trip. Ooh, fancy, sir. Fancy. Fancy. Male whore is a business. Yeah. (laughs) They prefer the term sex worker. Yeah. That's that's true. They do. So it's sort of a lot of... uh... A lot of a lot of those ladies who do the uh, the, the the video stuff on the internet, they, yes. <laughs> they're in the same camp. Work is work. Uh, it's something. It's something. <laughs> Remember when everyone thought they were going to shut down OnlyFans, and we were all concerned for. We were actually concerned, but Dion was thankful because his wallet was going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, dude. No, it was yeah. That that was funny as hell. And and, and you know, the, the only concern I had is, is like apparently they hate money. That was the, that was a concern. Mm-hmm. But then they went back on their word, and everybody was everybody was back to normal. It was it was funny. Yeah, it's like Sounds why would you make like such Disney. a poor business decision? Hey, man, you know. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. He says I watched a worst ways wrestlers were fired video, and Lita was cri- Lita's was crime time trying to sell her underwear. Maybe she deserved it after hearing this. Uh I, I mean, she didn't deserve that. That was fucked up. That was such a weird thing to do. Yeah, it was so but weird. It, the weirdest part is, wasn't she fired the night after Trish Stratus? Like Trish, yeah, it was something on... like that. It was if, if it if it wasn't the night after, it was very close. 
I'm gonna look that up real quick because I'm I remember watching it is you know I was in high school, so I was a senior in high school, and I'm pretty sure I was actively angry that Trish got a nice retirement, but Lita got fired off TV because it's Lita. Even though I'm not interested in her looks, Lita's my third or fourth favorite female wrestler ever. Like that chick was cool. Like she was as bad as the dudes many ways, but she couldn't fight. But uh, let's see, Lita firing uh, 2006, right? That's when she was fired. Uh, after some controversy. Oh, maybe. All right. I'll look it up. Nobody wants to hear the dead air. Now, do you is what is worst ways female wrestlers were, were fired? Is that a Brian Zane video series, Kendo? Uh, not that I'm aware of, but it could be. But I don't think it is. I like that guy. It'd be fun to work with him one day. I do enjoy Brian Zane. He He's the maintaining. I'm, I'm all about W cubed. Did you hear about Razor Fist's connection to Vince Russo? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, go. Uh, I'll tell you more about it later. But yeah, Razor Fist has worked with Vince Russo and shit. So, does he hate him too? No. He's a fan. Oh. Okay, so. Uh, 2006. I guess it was all right. November 13th. There we go. That was her last episode. And yeah, she was fired on TV, and she would be fired for 18 months in real life too. Oh, damn. So hi, Lita. Adam Walford, thank you very much for your generous super chat. So okay, so I have three choices. I was gonna say the I have three chooses of what you would prefer to go up against. Bird of prey that can fire when ch- uh, when clocked. Hold on. Bird of prey cloaked. when oh cloaked. Okay, cloaked. Okay. Birds of prey that can fire when cloaked, or Thrawn star destroyer chimera, or just one shadow ship where you heard screams in your head. I'm sorry. What? That's that's hey, a Dion question. That's a Dion question. Oh, the bird okay. of prey that can fire when cloaked, Dion, versus Thrawn star destroyer chimera, or just a shadow ship. Give me the bird of play that can fire when cloaked. Hmm. I don't know anything besides the bird of prey. The thing, the shadow ship, I actually Googled that. That seems messed up. You just hear the screams in your head the whole time. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, that's a 40K thing. Oh, okay. Is there a comic book I can read and just get caught up? Uh, maybe not a comic book, but there are a few videos that are really good. Oh. All right, I'll I'll take that approach. Not a problem. Well, uh, folks, it looks like we've reached the end of tonight's show. It was a little shorter than the High Council. Thankfully, goddamn, I needed it. But is there anything you guys would like to say, or is there anything you'd like to bring up and cover before we go? Did I miss anything? Free AO. Yeah. Free AO. And eat pussy. Yeah, free him. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, folks, make sure you guys check out shopwcbs.com to get all of our shirts and cool merchandise over there. We'll also be back. I'm going to be working on a long Mueller-style review for No Time to Die. It's a very – tonight's review is just quick and really not together because there's a lot to talk about in terms of parallels with other Bond films, the Nolan stuff. The writing is very um, referential and not the best way. It's – you know, it's a movie that likes to pat itself on the back for being very emotional. So, uh, do with that information what you will. But before we go, remember, folks: be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Yeah.